The following presentation is part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network. What is going on, Bombad fam? I am super... <laughs> that makes me not laugh. <laughs> Just look at Donkey Kong, guys. What's going on? It's me, Scotty Jarrell. I am here. I'm super excited. Sorry for the delay. I was um, I was busy. I, You know, look, we'll be real honest with you. Jerry was sending me some dirty pics. Bill and Trey were also getting into it. And Jerry, Jerry just sitting in the corner just... I mean, having a good time. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to be here. We're talking about love, people. We're talking about, oh, we have the wrong lower third. We're talking about couples, kids. And the reason I'm here is because of the wonderful network we belong to that graciously let us start 20 minutes late. And the people in the chat have been so patient. I saw that 12 of you are waiting for this nonsense. And that really means a lot to me. So here at the network, we've got a bunch of fans that really care. Uh, we've also got, um, you know, we've got, Holla Chronicles every Monday. Great show collecting. If you like collecting, you'll like them. We got around the galaxy with Pete Fletzer. Pete himself is a wonderful, wonderful interviewer. I'm pretty sure everyone in here has been interviewed by Pete, except maybe Trey. Trey hasn't. Trey's on the next list, I'd imagine, somewhere down the line. We got Beyond the Blasters Lives on Wednesday. We broke some weird news yesterday. We'll talk about that at some point. Bombacast Live on Thursday. That's why you're here. And of course, Force Connect. A great way to get in touch with everyone in the community, the Star Wars community. We've got a bunch of that love to watch that and join that show. It's a live call and show. It's good stuff. If you liked it all, you can find us at beyondtheblastdoors.com for any of your articles and great updates. And if you really like us, you can give us money at the BTBDB uh, network page on patreon.com. So I am talking a lot and I need to bring in my wonderful, wonderful co-host that sounds like he's broadcasting from a 1938 Edison phone. So Jerry, how are we doing right now, my good friend? We've got a bunch of guests waiting in the wing. Jerry, I don't know what's wrong with your microphone, but we can't hear you. So uh, while Jerry gets his problems solved, nope, can't hear you. So no, no, no. Don't I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> so while we get Jerry's thing working, um, I'm gonna bring in our guest and we're here to talk about a bunch of stuff. Okay. Our guests are amazing. Um, one of them hasn't been on the bomb cast, but the other two have been reoccurring wonderful, wonderful guests. In particular, our first guest ever, E V E R Bill <laughs> the Thrill, which I just think it's amazing. Bill <laughs> Sheehy, my ginger. In I guess crime, Bill. What's going on, bud? Not a whole lot, man. Happy to be back. I had such a fun time uh, being the first guest. Oh my you god! Know, I, I love being 81 back. Eighty-one episodes be again. Eighty-one episodes. Eighty-one. Later. You guys have done cool. eighty-one episodes. Good yes. for you. Oh my god, that's impressive. <laughs> oh, that's dude, really it's, impressive. It's that's something, awesome, dude. 
Thanks for having me. Something. Oh, Love dude, I'm so here. excited. Now, I don't know how well you know Jared. I don't know if you've ever worked with Jared before. Jared is another reoccurring cast in the Bombad cast. Jared is just this. I mean, I call him the the Caucasian Barry White. Jared, how are we doing, brother? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We got we got, we got to do the It's been solo time. It's Raylo time. What's up? I'm like three cups of coffee deep. I mm-hmm. haven't like. A, I'm just full energy. It's Bombad Cat. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I've been fighting Nazis all day, man. This is a good <laughs> Jared, I can't wait to hug you at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, I just, dude. I want you to know that right now. Like, listen, listen, I've listen. known you for five You're minutes, and we. That's how that works, kid. Mm, beautiful, beautiful embrace. Oh, see, that's the power of this. And we've got your co-host on Skywalking for the League, the Hell amazing yeah. Trey, the man Mitchell. Trey, what's going on, brother? <laughs> there you I saw I saw Jared get his lightsaber, so I had to get my Darth Tyrannus one. The Dooku saber. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Where's that from? Where's that from, bud? Uh Galaxy's Edge. Oh, that's like the Galaxy's Edge one. Okay, I wasn't sure yeah. if that was the like Saber Forge or – Oh, God, that's beautiful. Doc, on, Doc Ondar's Cantina itself, man. Dude, <laughs> dude. Way more money than I should have paid. <laughs> you like the curve of it? Didn't negotiate well. Does the curve but, of it feel pretty yeah. good in your hand, Trey? Usually if you have a curve like that, you should probably get it checked out, but like that's this is the exception. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. We're gonna bring Jerry in back. Hopefully, his 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 problem is solved. Jerry, Jerry, let me let me make sure I can uh we get my old Edison phone out. I don't have an Edison phone. Jerry. I can't hear Scotty, but I can hear everyone else. We can hear you. Jerry, I can hear you, you guys, but I can't hear Scott. So I don't know what is happening then. That is bizarre. Well, it's catching. We'll be the middlemen. We'll, it'll be fine. There you go. There you go. Okay. We'll tell you what you Scotty translate. says. You guys translate. Just oh. put, just Scotty, you need to turn subtitles on, right? This is, wait, this is VHS. Never mind. You can't do that. They, they do have uh, subtitles. Like, have you ever tried that, by the way? Go to YouTube's, like, like algorithm-based you know, uh, subtitles. I was showing my students a video and it like butchered something so bad. It like made a curse word out of it. It was just like this, <laughs> never going to do this again. This is not going to happen. Boys, boys, we are all here for a very special reason. And I'm so excited. We're all here because this was last minute. We had a, uh, we had a guest fall through, but you know, that doesn't matter. And, and honestly, I didn't know if that was actually going to even happen to begin with. So here we are. We're I living Bombad cast method is we had a guest fall through. I know what I'll do. I'll bring in three. I'll bring in. I'll just bring in some of the most chaotic sons of bitches on the internet that I, I need to stop. Talking about. Sorry. This, this is this is the bombad. This is like the bombad said the B team, right? This is like A team, the B team. Like this is like our like you know we all have the a special team. set of skills. This is the build team, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the, the build team. team. That's we, how you say we that. All, we all, yeah, there you go. We all have a special set of skills, and those special set of skills is talking shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. So, is that really is? I think we all wearing. We all have deep thematic understanding of Star Wars more than most, I would say, plebs do. So <laughs> I, I I felt the need to bring every one of these wonderful people in because of how we take in Star Wars, in particular the love aspect of it. Before we do that, I want to give you all a chance to plug because people do the plugs at the end, and mm-hmm. that's cordial. I get it. But plugging at the beginning 
he kind of set people up for let's see if I will become a listener of Skywalking or Nerd Academy. So I'm going to let Jared go first. Jared, you're the representative of Nerd Academy tonight. Tell our listeners about it. I'm sure. Oh, look how extra. Okay. Jeez. Pillows are comfy. You know, pillows are comfy. Good point. Let the Nerd Academy Podcast Network become your comfort network. After you're done listening to Beyond the Blast Doors, of course. Like, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not about to come into your house and steal the Network wars. I want to share. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, so I love you, Jared. I am the host of all the shows at the Nerd Academy Podcast Network. Our main show, the Nerd Academy Podcast, is comic book movie news, entertainment news, stuff like that. We have our Star Wars show, Knights of the Nerd Republic. Oh, that's so cool. That's it's the coolest name. Like I don't even I'm not I don't even pretend. We have the best Star Wars podcast <laughs> name. Like it, right. Well, we, we can talk about the content a different day, but the name, <laughs> the name and the branding. The name's incredible. Love it. Um we have one of our new shows, uh the Nerd Academy Movie Club, which is bi-weekly. Uh, if you are so generous to sub to our Patreon at the $5 tier, you also get uh, the audio commentary tie-ins. Mm. So actually watch the movies with us. We have our new sh- uh, movie trivia showdown after show, the number one contender podcast. We have our other bi-weekly conversational show, Campus Life. There's friend. like an army that runs his shit. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you ever go on Nerd Academy, it's like eight people. And I'm like, this is insane. This is incredible. Like, yeah, we just- run nine people deep and every show is like a revolving door. How amazing is that? That You don't see that often. So I, I don't know. I've, awesome. I've been on Nerd Academy and I and I love a vibe like that because it feels it feels like, and you know, this totally plays into it. It feels like when you were in college and you'd sit in the cafeteria and just one person gets up, the other person leaves, or you're in the you're in the um union, and I don't know. I, I don't mean to plug it so much, but that concept is just genius. And look as it as he sits. My God. Uh, well, I mean, it works too, because save and I know he's in the chat right now, save for Connor. I've known almost everybody in our network since I was like, <laughs> since we were all in school. Yes. We've all known each other. And yeah, I guess Connor's right. And I swear more, but, uh, <laughs> but we've all known each other since we were all in school. So that's why we get that like lunch table conversation feel. It's <sighs> so cool. just an extension of that. Yeah. We have a microphone in front of us now and it's like, it's a steady countdown until one of us gets canceled. Like it's just <laughs> like one of us is going to take a bit too far. Like like we're, we're we're all like not we're all not the group of people that shall not be named type people. No, but we could always commit to every bit too hard, and we're like we're always like a, like razor. I know someone like that. That's what you though. That's what we love about you. Can you hear yeah. me? Yes, yes, we, we can. can hear you now. Yes, and I can hear Scotty. I can hear everyone. <laughs> Trey, say something. Hey, man. How's it Yeah! Going? It worked! It worked! <laughs> Woo! Oh, he's taking a victory now lap now. It's well, that's right. the show, everybody. <laughs> now that we've got, we've got Jared. What if I just fucking wins. fell from the ceiling and just like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill or Trey, I'm going to let Bill do it right now. Let's hear about Skywalking this Skywalking, when it first dropped, I'm like, this is genius because you're playing the two different fandoms. Fill us in. So my co-host and I, Trey, we were both um, writers at Star Wars Newsnet for a little bit, and we both loved basketball. 
I love Kentucky basketball college. Uh, you know, I love the NBA too. Cause like a bunch of Kentucky guys play in the NBA now. Yeah. Um, so we thought, Hey, we love star Wars. We love NBA. We love basketball. Let's put those two together. What we found out is that when you combine two things that have nothing to do with each other, after you do a star Wars starting five, <laughs> You know, there's really only Star Wars to talk about. Always, yes. So we haven't really talked basketball, except me crying about Kentucky basketball um, <laughs> this entire year. Um, so it, 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 but we mainly focus on Star Wars. I'm really, really proud um, at uh, what where Trey and are are in, in the pod right now in terms of content, you know, yeah. discussion, our chemistry, everything, because we've we're really like 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 Jared was talking about. While we're not necessarily like, you know, old no friends from elementary school, we've become really, really close. And it's two friends talking about Star Wars. Yeah, and it, it, it's we're both really, really. Trey is one of the most talented people that I know, like just point blank. Uh, let's He's talk a about Trey. Uh, Get a close Trey. Look at him. I will say, you guys have the most badass theme song of any that's, Star Wars oh, podcast that's, ever. That's all yeah, awesome. That's Trey, man. That's. That's it. Like he he put it together because I was like, we're skywalking through the league. We have to have skywalking, uh, uh, skywalker by uh, my Miguel. And so that's what mm -hmm. it was. And then we can buy basketball and like, Ugh. that's it. Like we love talking Star Wars. We love specific specifically Mando, uh, Clone Wars, everything, anything. We go in depth. Uh, we've got some big uh, prequel uh, era stuff coming oh, yeah. up that we're planning right now that I'm really really excited about. So yeah, if you liked uh, if you like Bombadcast, if you like uh, the Nerd Nerd Academy with Jared, you'll like us. We're just two yep. guys uh, talking Star Wars, and we we really would uh, would appreciate you guys listening to us because we when it, even if it's like when we have like one person like comment to us like hey we like the pod this week like that makes all the difference. So like come it in really and then we also have my does. pharmacist. That's right. Know? That's right. I we had this random time where I, I I went to go get medicine and my pharmacist saw I was wearing a Star Wars celebration shirt and he was like oh bro did you go to celebration I was like of course I did and then like <laughs> like we were talking and I was like yeah I actually have a Star Wars podcast and he's like no way what podcast is it I'm like oh I I don't think you've heard of it it's pretty small it's called Skywalking Through the League and he was like you're you're kidding, right? And I'm like, no way. What? what? No. And he was like, bro. And he pulls out his phone and goes to Spotify and he's listening to the podcast. And I'm like, no way. What the hell is happening? Listen, that's I've, I called Bill immediately, like five times. I, I, I've been like, I've been part of a, of a, pr a pretty decently like big podcast before. And like, we, ne I never got that. Like with just like random people we saw. Shout we out, always had shout out to my pharmacist. Khalil, I, I, right. I haven't gone there in a while. Hope, hope I was he's doing well. I, 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 was, I wish him the best. I was <laughs> going to say, I thought you guys had like your own pharmacist for like your show. We did. It's I actually, actually what's truck. that about? Pharmacist. It sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Party. Dr. Feel good. That's what, that's what we call, that's what we call our editors, the pharmacist. That that's you. right. Yeah, that's there right. There you go. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, <laughs> I, I like I like the fact that we can do that beforehand because if people like the conversation, then they're gonna go find other shows that they're gonna like and associate. And, and it's waiting for the day uh, for the reaction video. 
cooking and stuff. That's going to happen at Celebration. I'm telling you, everyone in this thing is going to get a, a picture of me crying from Celebration. So you, you know, you'll wear it. And, and you'll okay. so that's my, he's my friend. He's the crying guy. I know him. So, yeah, I know him. So this is something we do wait, with every Wait, wait, wait. Guest. Why is that not just a Bombad cast t-shirt though? Yeah. The like, crying guy. How have we not done that yet? I like, don't know. You're like, right. you know, your, your face, your face going. Black Series <laughs> Rebels did like a, a what was it the uh, the George Lucas Steven Spielberg oh, Indian, yeah. uh, Harrison Ford just do that put it on a shirt I mean who's gonna yep. copyright claim it like are you yeah. like you know um, if it's Scotty's face it's, if it's just Scotty then why not no I'm yeah yeah go for it we've got that we've got that cu- nice couples picture from like a couples vacation speaking of couples of McCallum and uh, Hayden Christensen still you uh-huh. know. And stuff, and no one's called us on that one. So, well, there'll be like a a, a man uh, man Keeney version of that if you do it, because I'd, I'd really appreciate. As soon as soon as T Public puts the man Keeney on again, <laughs> like after COVID, okay. again, it's going on there. <laughs> so, all okay. right, I got yeah, a wait, I got a merch pitch for you. Okay, I. <laughs> so I want you to take every moment of somebody crying or weeping in star wars and i'm gonna need you to put your face on it oh okay? yes I'm, I'm talking like luke like no whenever obi-wan dies it's just spotty crying in star wars situations oh. yeah I'm talking kylo killing han <laughs> like, oh run it run it look at this Oh my gosh, Paul Stanley's Paul Stanley. Doesn't Paul Stanley already own a Scotty t-shirt? That's all I got. I think he had it made himself. I just love that he's like, the it's like It's like a dirty Polaroid camera that he has through, through your bathroom window, and he just yep. like went and got he's it. He's my friend. He, duct, he duct taped it to a shirt even and just walked around yep. Walmart like, After hey! Blue. Um, I just love that Paul said this. I would wear a Scotty t-shirt, and then he says this. Stand up for what you believe in. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. So we he should all just stand up, boys. Stand up. Okay. Stand up. Stand up for oh, what you believe oh, shit. in. Oh shit. Walk around. Okay. This feels like when you're in high school and they're like, okay, now stand up and look to your left and look to your right. Statistically, <laughs> one of them will be drunk tomorrow. So it's one, of them, <laughs> one of them's gonna one of them's gonna freaking die. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, we're talking about you. You're you're center stage, sir. You're you're uh, we are we are in we are enjoying your. Uh, is that a postman or a police officer uh, cookie jar? Okay, this is this is deep lore. I I keep. I'm sorry for making this about me. Um, <laughs> you didn't. I fucking did. <laughs> Pardon okay, me. So, okay, whatever. Whenever, like, me and basically all of the Nerd Academy people were with a different podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, that freaked me out for two seconds. I'm not going to lie. We are already off the rails in the best possible way. Cool. I'm going to keep it short, I promise. So we were recording one of our shows. Yeah, there's Connor, Cookie Cop. So we were recording one of our shows. And um, this, like, police officer cookie jar um, that had not – like made noise for like at least 12 years <laughs> in the middle of a recording turned itself on <laughs> like like out of nowhere and continued to just go off at random for no reason 
Uh, to the point where we are convinced that there is some type of eldritch being trapped inside of Cookie Cop. No, no, that's you. You must respect Cookie Cop because that is high strangeness at its finest, sir. Like, so like, there you go. respect. Like Cookie I said, Cop. like we we need deep police reform. I'm afraid of Cookie Cop. Like, don't defund touch Cookie Cop is what you're saying. <laughs> no, defund Cookie, Cookie Cop. Cookie no, Bill. No. You, he'll hear you. <laughs> You're gonna wake Bill. You're gonna wake up, and Cookie Cop's gonna be on your chest tonight. Jesus! Wait! Don't touch the cookies. <laughs> oh, that's that. Good. That is epic. Yes, put him back on his shrine so that we don't <laughs> anger him. Nice one, <laughs> I already live. I already live in a house so from the Cookie Cop. Going? Oh, what? Do it again. Do it again. Stop. Move away from the cookie jar. <laughs> I remember, I know I remember when they were selling those things at Walmart, like when I was a kid. And I wanted one so bad. Those are so ridiculously that is that's creepy as hell, dude. That's awesome. It's horrifying. The funny thing is that you can't quite see it. There's a latch inside of his neck that like it's as all of us have. Yeah, that's right. It, but it's broken. So like we have to like use our keys to like poke it to turn him on when we want to make him do the sound. <laughs> That's what Cookie Cop is into, huh? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, woo! There have um, not been rails on this conversation. No, no they're never going to be rails. Hey, you know what? There's which I love. That's the my Bombay cast. The Bombay cast is one of those new railless attractions at like Disney World, right? Hey, we're, we're just kind of going wherever we want. We're Empire Standard, guys. Come mm -hmm. on, we, that's that's the setup. So uh, he, to kind of actually deleting the interview he did with me right now, he's deleting. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, he's probably like he's probably like, damn, that's what that cookie. That's why I kept hearing cookie noises and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so real quick, just to bring it back around. Um, Trey is the only one that has not guessed it on this wonderful platform that we call podcasting and people for some it's reason, about 17 people are watching right now. Um, so Trey, I'm going to let you have the floor. I look like Kramer. Wow. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you have All the right. floor because Trey Just has never been asked this. This is a bomb bad cast tradition. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Bad cast <laughs> has always found a way to categorize things differently. And one thing we do here is best favorite and most fun star Wars films. Now, to make it simple, I can do mine really quick just to give you a second to think about it because there are three different categories, honestly. The best to you is obviously opinionated. Your favorite is 100% what you fall back on. Most fun, that's the one I like the most because that's the one that always gets interesting to me. Right now, the best to me is TLJ. It's going to be up there probably for a long time. Okay, My obviously favorite, if you can't tell, for some reason the year of 2020 and 2021 – is the year of Rick McCallum and the Phantom Menace. Uh, Paul Stanley can tell you all it about is. that. Um, we also have Master Chief joining us. Hi, I'm new. Uh, <laughs> Master I'm Chief, you whoa, Master 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 Well, you picked wow. the right episode to get introduced to all of us. <laughs> Should you be in a video game? Oh, it's so boomer. Anyway, so um, most fun. Oh, aren't you, in the, aren't you on the Xbox? And what's the what's the going on here? What's going on? So, hey. Ma uh, so we got best favorite, most fun. Most fun for me is the Phantom Menace, but it's also kind of tie with Solo. Trey, now that I've given you just a brief moment, and you can also include 
TV shows or particular arcs and stories or even okay. books. I mean, it's up to you. I just I, I use the movies because it's a little bit easier. Look at this. Everyone just bringing in Master Chief. This is incredible. <laughs> Dude, this really is the fun. greeting of a lifetime. And we got, <laughs> we've got Paul Oh, yeah. Stanley Welcome, United Master us. Chief. Welcome. <laughs> I'm rocking Welcome, Master Chief. <laughs> oh, the rock and roll legend. Right here, boys and girls. Ow! Oh, okay. Do you have the oh, can of hot dogs image just loaded up? Because that's yeah, what hell I want yeah. To see. Look at the background. Load, load it up. Load it up. <laughs> That's oh. the Bombad Cash shirt waiting to happen right there. Is the and Rick McCallum, and it will be called Can of Hot Dogs. <laughs> okay, so Trey, Trey, our honorary hot dog. Okay, Thank so you, you hot dogging. You need to give us your most fun, and then I'll let Bill and Jared have their moment too. Okay, so best, I'll I'll say the Last Jedi is is the best, um, and then my most favorite, I I want to go the Siege of Mandalore. Um, Ooh, I yes, wanna, dude. I wanna tag or give a shout out to my friend Nathan Rojas because Nathan has made a cut of the Siege of Mandalore and Revenge of the Sith and calls it, wait for it, Siege of the Sith. Ooh. We've seen it. That's hot. It's awesome. It's dope. It's like yeah. the best thing ever. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. It's like really good. So um, I'll probably have to say yeah, that's definitely my my favorite. And then what was the last one? The most fun. Most fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Attack of the Clones. Oh, <laughs> it's, that's it's so cool. Why? Why? It's just like, it's silly. It's so silly. It's <laughs> it's, it's like, there's like Hell Anakin yeah. just like floating a pear. And he's just like being <laughs> Cooper's like, like, like to Anakin. Oh, that's so using ac- the that's force so, on a so pear. Oh. <laughs> to Anakin, using the force on a pear is him saying, hey girl, notice me. And I just, <laughs> I just I, I love it. And then they're just like, so in like a giant coliseum and he and Padme or Anakin and Padme now are in love. And Obi-Wan's just like, I left you with her for four days and now you're in love. Like uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's absurd. Oh my Jingle God. Is great. Daniel, Daniel Logan is just like doing this the whole time. And it's <laughs> uh, no. seismic charge. Do your best Daniel just, Logan. Yes. That whisper talk. Do, do your best Daniel Logan. Cause there, there's yeah, a voice. Who's this? <laughs> um, it's like he's whispering. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> He's like scream um, whispering. Unfortunately, we don't have as much Jar Jar as the Phantom Menace, but we have okay. uh, Yoda okay. versus my man, Uh-oh. Daddy Dukes. Daddy Dukes. Daddy Dukes no. sounds like a, a like the the ver- like the dad version of Mom Jeans. I love it. I believe in if you is if you say it in traditional Sereno, it's Zaddy Zaddy Zooks. Zaddy Zooks, but Zaddy, Zaddy. I refer to a lot, and every, <laughs> I love I, that. we have we have character names for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, Attack of the Clones, it's crazy. The sound effects are just like amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's like a great amount of fun. And then the final shot is like, holy shit, the Clone Wars have begun. So oh, it, that, that that ending is so good. I, I used to hate I, it, I, and it, now I love oh. it. He, it, like it, I used to tell I I told my sister don't watch it just don't watch it maybe like six years ago and then yeah. she overheard me saying that I liked it and she's like dude what the hell <laughs> I, I <laughs> what are you talking so. about hey um, thing- I have to rewind and watch that if I miss that little section where it's like the uh, them standing on the balcony watching the star destroyers taking off if I miss the balcony punch 
by uh, by uh, uh, Jimmy Smith, I have oh, to yeah, stop Bill and Gunn. rewind it and rewatch mm-hmm. it because no <laughs> man, no no one punches a balcony like Jimmy F and Smith. But listen, I tell you, plain balcony. Just, uh, Thank you for saying the brave things in this fandom right now. Thank you so much <laughs> for saying that. that no, so no, brave. Trey, oh my god. Hey, Trey's more brave than I am, but I'm just saying, like, what you gonna say? Supremacy, man. Hey, Jack is amazing. Yeah, pull pull me off. The, why am I big? I'm just and saying. So I'm a bounty hunter. Tells Obi Wan the whole plot, and if Obi Wan agreed, like everything could have been solved. Mm-hmm. Everything. He was yeah. trying. He was like, "Yo, I'm so sorry about your master. He was my friend. I just read Master and Apprentice. Highly recommend." And that kind of rhymed. But Duke, um, you said it's that just, actually, not you, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude we're gonna start. We're gonna start singing on here in a second, like it's freaking Hamilton. If it's like that episode I, in Star Wars Rebels with uh, the droid who just like starts. Oh, AP5? My guitar is in arm length away from me, so we're ready to go. <laughs> oh, dude. I might have died. <laughs> anyway, here's no, Wonderwall. Okay, hey, well, hey, you know what? <laughs> you're going to have, you're going to be living like, tra- we're all going to be at Celebration next year, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude. Willing. Cross. Okay, okay. All right. It's going to be what the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. 20th Clause, anniversary. Right? Are we going to be living? That's are we so gonna, weird. Like, have, like, uh, are we going to be like like all saying Zam Wessel lines and stuff there? Like I'm for it, man. Let's oh. do it. I hit the shit down. <laughs> um, I think Jared's got. Dad, I think, Luis, yeah. Look at this. Jared's got Master oh. Chief. Oh, Master Chief's here. There he is. So this That's is a so cool. reoccurring Nerd Academy bit. <laughs> uh, not, somebody whose thing is Master Chief in the chat. That's nothing to do with now, us. Is Nerd Academy your podcast network, or yeah? Okay, yeah. Good. Or, make it or, Master okay. Chiefs. <laughs> no, Master Chiefs. We, there, there may or may not be a Master Chief statue in here, solely to make fun of the fact that I am horrendously bad at Halo. <laughs> and Levi got the displeasure of uh, watching me play and just sat back and went, Jared, what? I'm not going to say the same say the, the F word, but he was like, Jared, what the hmm did I just see? And he just, like, he just proceeded, like, again, man, I've known since seventh grade, just proceeded to tell me that I am one of the most inept people he's ever met. <laughs> uh, <laughs> play Halo. So I oh. had, it was Destiny Master Chief oh. for you to be here. It's gonna pull back up. This Master is like the Chief. best. This is the best Master Chief. This this is well, the best. I'm new. I need I'm new. I'm new. <laughs> That's gotta be. Can we get the? I want that pulled so I can make that into like a, a Hi, PNG. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that Master Chief. Hi, I'm new. That's gonna be a shirt for some reason. Oh, I don't know why. Jerry, you got it. all these shirt materials. You need to actually make. Oh my uh, gosh. So um, real quick uh. We've got some great people in the chat. One person I want to bring up in particular because my this is how I started podcasting. I'm not even kidding. It's because of these two people. I'm not joking. Ooh. I will never what? not this if it was not for Bill and Patrick <laughs> and John Hoey and the old classic TRB crew. <laughs> I would not be where I'm at. I'm not joking. It's what got me here. So, boys, when you started doing your thing, I mean, I don't know what year it was, but I joined October 2017. Mm-hmm. These two dudes right here were my life. And I was like, I'm a tweet at them, and I got responses, and I and, love y'all. And let me tell – you know, we'll, we'll get to the topic at some point. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all, but, like, you brought this up. Patrick Covey straight up was like – because I did not – 
have any sort of podcasting experience uh, when I started writing at Star Wars Newsnet. I had, uh, and I just asked if I could go on the pod because I was like, this seems fun. Why not? Yeah. And Patrick, God love him from the moment I started, w- was very welcoming. And he was just like, yeah, come on, come talk. And it was just As a, always. It, it was an easy transition. And so, like, the reason I'm here, the reason I had any success with anything that anything in the Star Wars fandom, I got my start because first, Val Trichkoff. Um, said yes, you can write for us, and then Patrick said yes, you can come be on the show with us, and that just transitioned into you know so many opportunities that I am just eternally grateful. So I love that dude. Pat is is, is a great amazing. dude. He's awesome. So thank you for saying that, Scotty. That you oh. that's very nice. You don't you don't need to say that, but like that means I mean literally, it's what kickstarted it for me, and mm-hmm. it was it was TRB and, and uh, Star Wars explaining. I was like, mm-hmm. I can do this. Exactly. You, said, you looked at what I'm, I'm, you looked at me, and you were like, well, <laughs> look, I can do that. <laughs> literally, literally, every person who is making a YouTube or podcast right now, a YouTube show or podcast show right now, at one point went, I could talk about this. It, it, that, exactly. this. Me too. I was like, well, that, fuck, is, the jump, that. that is the jump in phrase because that was me too. So that's just like, yeah. And then if you're Jared, you're like, we no. could own, we could own this, right? Yeah. Like we could have a we could put it on a pillow. and Master Chief, like. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Trey, Hell thank yeah. you for giving us your best, favorite, most fun. Um, Jared or or Bill, if you want to share yours, you're more than welcome to. Or if you want to jump right into the topic, I am fine with either of those things. What do y'all think, boys? I will yield my time to Bill because I have not shut up this entire time. <laughs> okay, so Bill, do you want to say yours? Do you want to kind mine of go is, the conversation? Mine is a little updated. Mine is okay. upgraded. I want to hear it now. Best, The Last Jedi. It's The Last Jedi. Like, it will always yeah. be. Until Ryan Johnson does something different in Star Wars, it'll be yeah. The Last Jedi. My favorite is Return of the Jedi. Oh, I love that. My most fun, sit down. Everyone's sitting down, right? Oh, I'm sitting Yeah, down. yeah. Ready? Hold on. Right. Rise of Skywalker. I knew he I knew he Woo! It, it, I it's Rise of Skywalker. It, I, like, and... Listen, I know it's one of the it has one of the dumbest plot twists. I understand that <laughs> it is it's dumb, it's silly. But somehow Palpatine returned. And then it what if you are willing to accept that and then you're willing to like it, and even when Kylo says you have his power, you're a Palpatine, my eyes go so far back into the to the back of my head where I can I see my brain. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I, I love. There is something to that that movie that is so wholesome in a weird mm-hmm. way. I don't know. Ex- I can't. It is. It out yet. It's so. It's- and then, like, like I said, I, I've said this on Twitter. I will down this hill. The moment Ray sees Finn and Poe after Exegol is one of the most wholesome, wonderful moments in all of Star Wars. And like the first, like the first, like four or five times I saw it, and even like after I don't watch it for a while, um, I do it it brings a tear to my eye. It really does. Like, it's just, it's so sweet. And it's like, talk about for me, at least finding your, what the sequel trilogy to me meant, like finding your family. Yeah. Ray did that. She found her family and like having that pure moment of, Oh my God, I found you. You're here. And it's, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Thank you. It, it, it just it, it sticks with me. And I once again, I know it's dumb. <laughs> like I know it's it's really yeah. dumb. 
Some, but like, some might say that all of Star Wars words. is a little bit of dumb <laughs> I, and deep at the but same exa- time. We're dealing once again. We're dealing with wizards in space. So let's 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 just right. It's it's, it's fun. I, it, uh, the, the the Star Wars trilogy is itself a, a dyad in the Force. It is. Of, powerful yeah, light, powerful yeah. darkness. Powerful light, powerful darkness. It's the yeah <laughs> dual protagonists. Whatever you want, to, whatever euphemism you want to use Ex- for it's silly and it means utterly more than anything to some of us. So. Exactly. Kind of like so, kind of like this. Hey, <laughs> hey, there it is. Listen. Oh I, yes, yes. Here we go. Our sponsors for tonight's show. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have the author on today, actually, and actually, I believe you, Bill. Don't you uh, also uh, uh, narrate the audio book here? Because this I, is an I audible do. original. You know, listen. It was it was very it was really. I was kind of surprised that Simon and Schuster even wanted me to wanted to sign me to to write my story um, about me uh, falling in love and marrying Natalie Portman. Um, but you know. <laughs> It's it's just it's wonderful that um, <laughs> I was able to get this opportunity. And listen, there are a couple surprises along the way. You know, oh. bartender meets actress um, meets another actress, and then gets married to said actress. So it's <laughs> that's it, fantastic. How's, is, how's the it, and is the book tour happening as scheduled uh, at trailer parks around the around the uh, U.S.? <laughs> it's actually. Um, just at um, uh, places where Gina Carana can show her face, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. Got a mask on. I'd imagine. Uh. So, Jerry, who's our next sponsor? I believe it's uh, it's going to be kind of a big sponsor for us. Do, so do we have pull... we, we kind of have a new one, don't we? Is this a yeah? New I'm going to pull it up. Pull, pull up our brand new sponsor. Yes, we have. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Book of Boca Fett. It is uh, the Boca Burger Sliders and Other Meatless Recipes. This is a recipe book uh, for Boca Burgers, meatless meatless recipes. And uh, we have the tagline of, It's no good to me dead. So. Yeah, so check out the Book of Boca Fett coming out. Coming out. Coming out July. Uh, I believe this is coming out the 4th of July, just in time, just in time for those 4th of July barbecues. So, check it out. <laughs> That's again, 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 wow, wow, your vegan friends, the book of Boca Fett meets no Just It looks like Boba Fett oh. in a rally's commercial. I know. <laughs> I, did, oh. I see that, and I want to see, uh, I want to hear tomorrow more, so you and Ad read for RV. <laughs> We, we have, have meats. no meats. <laughs> between, between, between. Oh, it's great. Well, our last sponsor of the Woo! evening is going to be Radio Shack. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can get your finest computer here at Radio Shack and make sure you get uh, – it's part of the Tandy Corporation, which I don't know why advertisements don't do that anymore. I, they, I, they don't, don't, I don't know, but this kind of feels like an MCU commercial where, like, they are also creating killer nanobots <laughs> that eat flesh, you know? So, But, but once again, Tandy Corporation is our good friend, and um, we welcome our nanobot overlords. So Yes. So, speaking of nanobots um, – a weird transition. <laughs> Jared, I, Jared, I, Jared, <laughs> Jared wipes the tears out of his eyes. <laughs> so, um, we've all, everyone in here, to a certain extent, has felt the embrace of a man or a woman uh, that is both something or we both. cherish 
same time. Um, so, <laughs> hey, Trey's from Florida. So, oh, no, wait, no, Trey's not from Florida. He I'm from lives. Colorado. I live in there Florida. There we go. Hey, There's that's still the that's just the that's just the northern Florida. No, <laughs> so, Colorado, Colorado, the northern Florida. Florida, exactly. So there was a really important sure. quote from the late '90s by by the man of named Hathaway, and he said, "What is love?" And here we are discussing. <laughs> and he was a philosopher, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he this man Hathaway, he he questioned what is love, and here we are. We are 40 minutes in. <laughs> we have we have now just made it to the main discussion. You just heard a 40-minute intro. We're talking about the best Star Wars couples and what Star Wars is in terms of love. So I got to bring it up first. Relationships in Star Wars have always been really interesting, always been really important to the integral part in Star Wars, and it always kind of ties into the overall themes of Star Wars. Love can be seen both as a... a you know, a father-son love, a couple love, or a brother-sister love. That's weird and not really supposed to happen, but sometimes we're both. Anyway. <laughs> Some, yes, sometimes both. So all the above. We're gonna talk about the we're gonna talk about the couples of each kind of story, each kind of overarching story. And you know what? We're all prequel babies here. Let's start off with the best couple of all. I'm referring to Padme and Anakin. Okay. Start out a little weird. Start out really weird, actually. So really weird. now we're going to get deadly serious. So okay. let's talk about uh, who wants to reenact the whole scene for us. Cause someone has it memorized. Wait, 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 which, wait, wait, which, which, which one? Angel. Which one? Are you an angel? Are you an angel? There we go. Bill's oh, got it. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> an angel. I've heard huh? the deep space pirates talk about them. They live on the moons of Iago, I think. You're They're, a little boy. This is insane. They're the most beautiful creatures in the entire galaxy. I don't know. That's all I remember. Sorry, I'm having, a Wanda, I'm having a Wanda vision moment where I'm like, did I come? You want me to start? Do you want me to start over? Do you, you want me to do it from the top? Jake is actually behind me right now. He's giving me notes, so let me listen to him oh. real quick. Does he tell him to put the gun down? It's going to be okay. <laughs> oh. It's going to be okay. Oh. Dude, Sorry. has anyone read this book? Oh. I, have not, I realized I have. It, 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 it was out before I could say anything. I'm sorry. All right, so say it again, Trey. Have you read book. this book? Okay. I had read that book a long that time ago. That scene is expanded on in the weirdest way possible, and I read it the other day, and it literally – and I don't get hooked on books, but I'm sitting in my school's library reading it, and I'm like <laughs> – Hold on a minute. There's a line <laughs> in the book where out of nowhere, as Padme is leaving, Anakin goes – I'm gonna marry you one day, and I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. what? Dead ass. No way. Word for word, I will read it to y'all. So before George, George originally had that in the script, but it was very just like <laughs> really it was very weird. Said that to Padme or Padme <laughs> yes, said that. I hope I hope okay. Anakin no. would have said that. that. <laughs> I believe I believe technically Anakin put pulled out a boombox and started singing. I'm gonna marry that girl someday. Weird either way. We're talking about a 14-year-old queen of a uh, who's the leader of an entire government. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to let y'all talk real quick while I find the exact quote. But the Anakin Padme love had developed really well over, this, over the prequel trilogy. And something even in that love manifests later in the sequel trilogy. But I'm going to go on that tangent with Jared later because I know him and I could talk about that for hours. Um Boys, if you want to go around the table, maybe talk what you like about their love and even talk about what you might not like. Trey, I'm going to start with you, bud. What is something that that kind of gravitates you towards that relationship? Because there is 
there is something there that I think all of us at some point in our preteen life was like, oh, that's so, that's what love is. Mm-hmm. All of this is what love is, but I don't know. So, Trey, what is your, what is towards the whole anime thing? Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay. She's like, right, good point. point to me. That's a good um, point. <laughs> God, but, that's amazing. I mean, like, I don't know. They're just, I mean, in the, like, I don't think you could really talk about, like, in The Phantom Menace, how that takes place because, like, as Scotty just is about to read, it's it's a little uncomfortable. But, I mean, even, like, going into Phantom Menace, like, it's, or um, Attack of the Clones, like I said earlier, like, it's, it's silly. Like, it's, like, Anakin clearly does not know how to talk to a, a person. Woman. And it's just, it's, like, <laughs> he's just, like, he's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like you're. I deeply, truly love you. You're so beautiful. It's just, it's just, it's just like it's great. But then it's I mean, great. I think I think once you get to um re- like uh Revenge of of the Sith, the scene where Anakin like runs to Padme at the Senate or like at on on Coruscant and they like hug and she tells him that she's pregnant is like one of my probably most oh, like great. underrated scenes in Star Wars. I, I love how like um in like especially like the Darth Vader run by Charles Soule, they like often flash back to that moment because that was like kind of when Anakin was like, okay, things are gonna be changing from from now on. Like this just got a yeah. lot more serious. And then I mean their Damn. their relationship so like is a huge re- I mean is the reason why Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader. So yeah, it's, it's not true. just like these two like characters like they love each other. It's these two these two characters love like F's up the whole galaxy. Like, if, yeah. if he didn't, like, if Anakin was like, oh, I think, um, I don't know, Satine is pretty. Like, everything else is different in Star Wars. So it's just, um, well, if only, really cool. if only he had seen that quote from George Lucas, how it's not about you can have and stuff. I don't think anyone showed him that George Lucas quote. So I think, he no, I, kind of was like, no, I don't think George told him that. No, I, no, no. He's like, wait, he goes, he like, he's up, he's in four, seven going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then like, I think my like favorite moment of them, or just like my favorite little, little event scene was in attack of the clones. Like when they're fighting in the Coliseum and it's just like, uh, they, they, they love each other. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, Star Wars romance. It's, it's, it's great. It's, it's cheesy. And the dialogue is like just the best because it's not the best, but you pretend like it's the best. Cause it oh, is. Yeah. And then, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's all around just chaos, but it's what a, very well, how many chaos. of us, how many of us like are Casanova when we're talking to people we Bill. like or significant mm-hmm. others, yeah. you know? Yeah. How many, t- like, that's why the more realistic versions of love <laughs> are like the freaking like, like Judd Apatow comedies. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? True. Like seriously. It's mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. It's like, that is like love and stuff. And so you think about like this 19 year old kid, kid right? From a kid perspective, that's your point of love is you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you read these stories and you watch these movies and you never know. Anakin, I mean, I, maybe, maybe Anakin saw some terrible things happen to Shmi or he's like, I don't want mm-hmm. no one treating my mom like well, that. You know, I, I don't want, you know, I hope I can treat someone better than that. You know, I, I think <laughs> love in Star Wars kind of already started from like a, I'm going to kiss my sister place. So everything else. It was doomed from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. everything yeah. else like seems kind of like tame in comparison. What was that, Jared? I'm sorry. I keep talking over people. The no, it's fine. You're good. I just said the galaxy far, far away is just in Alabama. I know that's... <laughs> Nick's shout, out to, shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Oh, my God. Nick. Uh, <laughs> God. So, uh, but. Yeah, what, Bill. What I, what I was going to say is, like, I, I think 
what's what's interesting about like Anakin and 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 Padme's kind of relationship is that you kind of look at where it started. You know, where it started in the Phantom Menace. What's happening to Anakin when he's starting to really like fall in love with this beautiful woman? He's being taken away from his mother. He's going to a place that he has no idea um, you know, where what's what the future holds. And the thing that that is kind of this this thing in his head that's always going to be like up on this pedestal is Padme Amidala. And yeah. he builds her up, builds her up for 10 years until he sees her again. And then when he sees her, he's he doesn't know what to do. Like he's just kind of like, "Oh, um you're you're pretty. I truly deeply deeply love you." And like it's it's a little weird that Padme is like, "Yeah, that's that's normal. We can do that." But like I think what's 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 great about kind of the prequels in general and put in the Clone Wars, put in all the, all the other stuff is that relationship. It, it expands in, in the Clone Wars. It expands a little bit in some of the Canon stuff. And so what seems like could be this kind of, you know, it, it, it eventually becomes this kind of toxic, you know, thing. It's, it, it, it grows from this childhood, uh, you know, crush to something that you know, there actually is a connection there. There, yeah. the, the force brought them together for a reason. So, like, it's, I, I think it's just interesting. That's beautiful. Now, Jared, I know you have a, you're a, you're a deep lover um, of love. <laughs> and, whoa, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know he's a deep lover. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Very oh, cool, Jared. Good for so, you. No, but in all seriousness, Bill, I love, I love some of the points you made. I'm, I'm gonna talk about that just after a second. I want to hear, I want to hear some of what Jared has to say because Jared, you know, Jared is a. Uh, as you can tell, a romantic. And mm -hmm. um, Jared, let's let's hear about some perspectives on this whole Anakin, you know, Padme thing we got going on. As you can tell from my background and my nameplate, um, I have a lot to say in the sequel trilogy conversation. Mm -hmm. That said, a great chunk of why Raylo is so fascinating is Annie Dalla. Yeah, and Amen. I think. Somebody in the chat, I didn't catch their name, unfortunately, mentioned that um, Anakin would sacrifice anything for Padme. And I, I, I like Gallery that. And Saber. Yeah. Right here. Thank you. I'm going to take that, but I'm going to switch. I'm going to change the phrasing a little bit. Anakin is willing to sacrifice anything to have Padme. Mm. And I think that's the greatest downfall of their relationship. <clears throat> And Absolutely. again, the creation of Darth Vader and the fall of the Jedi has so much to do with Anakin hearing and being told and being shown the wrong thing at every worst possible moment. Yeah. Wow. And all of that, like you guys were saying, like he has, he has nothing. He's a, he's, he's a slave. He has this horrible upbringing. He's, he's so aggressively optimistic as a kid. And then he becomes, he's being trained to be a Jedi by a master who he feels like kind of got stuck with him. And Obi-Wan has no idea what the hell he's doing. He's trying his best. Yeah. All the other kids around him aren't super welcoming because, you know, like this just this nine year old kid just kind of shows up and, you know, his vibe in the force is off because he has feelings and he grew up knowing his mother and, has the trauma of being forced into slavery. Like, there's all the all these things that 
helps shape Anakin to already mm-hmm. kind of be a troubled youth. Yeah. And then we get to his adolescence and we see the events of Attack of the Clones and how he doesn't understand a non-possessive love. Mm. And that he's incredibly compassionate. And ooh, I, I had the, it's one of my favorite things about Anakin as a character is that his most admirable trait is also his most toxic trait. Damn. Is how much he cares. And that at its he has this need to care and to avenge all the time. Like if he sees a wrongdoing, he takes it as his personal responsibility. To handles fix it. it. Mm-hmm. And if something is done wrong to him, it festers like an open wound. Yeah. And it, that manifests. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. And that manifests in what he does to that Tuscan village. And it manifests in the way that he holds on to Padme in that, like, I will do. Uh, I love that. <laughs> uh, it manifests in the way that he just holds on to Padme for dear life. And all of his values go out the window. That's the whole point is that their love is a possessive one. It's Anakin is not Anakin's. The sacrifice Anakin makes by turning to the dark side and abandoning everything he knows is right and murdering his brothers and sisters and the Jedi and countless others. He does not do it because he wants to save Padme so much as he wants to do it to maintain having Padme. It's power. Exactly. And he does. And I don't even think Anakin's like cognizant of the fact that it's all a power trip for him. That look at, at Galnorian Saber. I'm sorry, he's got another comment down there, Scotty. It's on fire. The life, the life, life's much simpler when you're fixing things. Mm. Bingo. Wow. That right there. Deep shit. That right there is For real. at Anakin Skywalker. You're absolutely right, Jared. And that is his. He, he doesn't just. It's not. That's not just about um, fixing the space. Whatever he was fixing there, you know. Like it's about. I I need to fix things i have to because my life has been so broken i just want peace i just want peace so jerry give us your take on it because i want to read from this book uh whenever you're done talking i I think it's i think it's a weird thing to find because this moment i did not know even existed so jerry you know you're the you're the oldest one in here you've you've loved and lost and i'm not trying to be sad but you're (laughs) going through something interesting right now that most people aren't going through yeah and um he i mean he's currently getting kicked out of the home how's your sex life (laughs) Guy is just like, oh, hello, Mark. Yeah, Jerry, you know, you're oh, divorced. On. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're going to be in the snow in a week. You know, let's go with this. All right. All right. All right. Okay. It's First more of all, can I just. How is sex life? Is. <laughs> this is muy, muy fun. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Very sexless right now. Um, <laughs> I like, okay, real quick, I have to say, call. I want to call Sam Carey had a. a, a, a uh, no, 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 no. Prequel analysis for the win. Sam I'm talking off. about the young, young Anakin grew up with Watto and Shmi for nine years. I, lo- I love that line. <laughs> that essentially became... No, you won't. <laughs> like he goes, essentially became a monk for the next ten years. He shouldn't have had any good pickup lines. That's great. I cannot stop picturing Anakin like looking at Padme during their marriage at some point going... Hey, I feed you. I marry you. Hey, <laughs> you know, like, can you beat that? 
Can we do it now? You freed Can we do me. it? You want to do it? Freed me. It's like just just Anakin with like you know a vacuum hose attached to his nose doing role play or something. And she's like, yeah, Annie, Annie, this is weird. This is <laughs> too sure. weird. Gone too far. This is, this is too much. Okay, let's just oh. take it back. Shout out to Watto, who is a proud. Uh, uh, Shout out to Watto. Shout out my guy Watto. <laughs> Watto, hey, if you can, you guys should check out Force Connect sometime. I'm on there this week. I hope that Watto shows up. But he is a uh, he is a BTBD. Um, what would you call that, Scotty? Like uh, one of our uh, contacts in the uh, outer rim, right? Yeah, something like yeah, that. He's one of the, yeah, he's yeah. one of the connects. Yeah, he's one of the connections we have there. But uh, anyway, just your odds I, I don't know what I can say about all this. <laughs> What, is she, what, was, what was that? Jerry said, for your odds and poops. Oh, odds and knows. poops, man. Shirt coming soon. Shirt coming odds soon. Odds and poops. Odds and poops. <laughs> but uh, got to get them odds and poops, man. But uh, if I can just say about um, – I, I don't know what I can say that hasn't so already been so eloquently said. But just you, you think about – this is something that I've gone up and down a bit. You know, I joke about it. Like saying like, well, if you just listen to like one way I give people, they're like, I can't stand the Anakin pickup lines to uh, he's too creepy in Attack of the Clones. Can't stand. It. I was like, well, picture George Lucas saying those lines and stuff and probably will sound better or at least will make you laugh. You know, faster like, and more intense is now very creepy. Yeah, it's, there it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, truly, deeply <laughs> love you. Yeah. Um, so, but but all I can I, there's not much to say about it except for just that it has grown more. I I'm less cynical about it because you know I was around all the cynical people and all that all that stuff, right? You know, whenever I was in, I got out of college and people were like, "Oh, they, those suck," and I'm like, "Oh, I guess okay." Um, but when you look at it, just I've been really diving more into how does this work? You got these people again. Let's talk about it from Padme's perspective, right? Yeah. yeah, we can talk all about Anakin, but like Padme became queen. Padme has had a lot of Padme never got to be a kid. Mm, yep. Frankly, true. Padme never got to be a child. She never had a childhood. She was queen at fourteen, younger than fourteen. She was fourteen. Kind of like Anakin. Menace. That's crazy. Yeah, Lair. yeah. But think about. I mean, think. We never. And I'm not saying that like we're. But like I, we never really think about that faction of it because usually we're like you're 100 percent right. Padme would be smarter than that. Well, yeah, but she also probably was like, "Screw all of this." She was probably humbled living, by that. I've been experience. living, I've been living the way I'm supposed to for so long. Damn it, I want this. Yeah, I want to be with this guy, even though it's not supposed to be there. Like, we're not supposed to be here. We're not supposed to have this relationship. But they think they're about to die when it happens. So she just lets it fly because she's like, "What? What? What the heck? We're gonna die." I love you. I love you a lot. Then they don't die. You what can't you put gonna, you can't, back in the bottle. No, no. Heck no, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. That genie is out. That genie is your roommate now. That genie <laughs> that genie is now ordering um uh like uh HelloFresh mm -hmm. and is coming to you and it is preparing you dinners. It's, the genie is rough, coarse, and it gets everywhere. You know? Oh, yes, yes. God bless well, him. Ugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But but I I just and that's something that really just kind of hit me now is like we never that's what I've been really trying to focus on is why does she she's serious 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 then screw it we're gonna do it and then she's all in you just look she's got it's because she's got a past too that's like she was denied what she she was denied childhood she mm -hmm. was denied what she wanted because she had to serve her people both of them were like when you think of I mean like. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Anakin was a slave, and then he was a Jedi, and then Padme was a a, a queen and a senator. Like she, uh, she was like, you know, our ages or Trey at least Trey's age. Trey's twenty two. Yeah. When, when she was a senator, so like, can you? I can't imagine being a senator now. Like it, it's. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you can never mind, never mind, never mind. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so before Jerry digs us in a I, hole, I'm with you. I need to read Paul Stanley's one comment that I really liked, and it was a, uh, it was actually somewhat sincere for Paul. It says this. Top tier Jerry right here. So I don't know if he's <laughs> I love that he's still he's still writing songs whenever he's and then, I saw that hey, and Bob, people. Paul, Paul, you touched you touched my heart, sir. Thank you very much. That really Can I read the, uh, the I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the middle of it. Uh from from uh, Terry Brooks' wonderful novelization of the Phantom Menace. I'm starting from Lay the famous on. line Hit the nose. Okay, so <laughs> hit the nose, Anakin called out, unable to keep himself from laughing. The creature did as it was told, pounding the droid's n- nose wildly. The droid stopped at once, the arms and legs retracted, the motor shut down, and the droid went still. Both Anakin and Padme were laughing now, and their laughter increased as they saw the look of the unfortunate creature's long-billed face. Draw, draw. Um, Anakin okay, looked yeah, at Padme. I, I, I'm taking issue with them calling him creature. Just saying, just saying. Yeah, it's but a little, go on, go on, little, go on. Uh, specious. So a little bit, the creature did as it was Alex told. Jones, if you ask me. Um, okay, hold on. Anakin looked at Padme and the girl at Sorry. him. Their <laughs> laughter died. The girl reached up to touch her hair self-consciously, but it did not divert her, her. But she did not divert her gaze. I'm going to marry you, the boy said suddenly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Weird. There was a moment of silence and she began laughing again. A sweet music was on. He didn't mind Sorry. at all. The creature silence. who accompanied her rolled his eyes. So the creature who accompanied <laughs> her. So even Georgia was like, "Dude, that's not bomb bad." Dude, you, you used to be real creepy right now. You used to get canceled. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to marry you. The boy said suddenly. <laughs> There was a moment of silence, and she began laughing and again. A sweet musical sound he did not mind at all. The creature who accompanied her rolled his eyes. I mean it, he insisted. You are an odd one, she said, her laughter dying away. Why, why do you say that? He hesitated. I guess because it's what I believe. Her smile was dazzling. Well, I'm afraid I can't marry you, she paused, searching her memory for his name. Anakin, he said. Anakin, she cocked her head. You're just a little boy. His You're gaze was intense <laughs> as his gaze was intense as he effaced her. I won't always be, he said quietly. <laughs> so <it's laughs> Jesus. Oh! Okay. That's like the energy of saying to someone's dad, she calls me daddy too. <laughs> <laughs> can you just imagine Jake energy, Lloyd? Like can you imagine little innocent Jake Lloyd though? Oh, oh. Just like, Lloyd, I she won't calls be forever. Me daddy. Okay. I won't be forever. No okay, okay, so a couple things. One. <laughs> so, did the book just say she did, like, 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 like the Debbie Ryan, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, your mane is, av- is amazing tonight, by the way. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Um, so, 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 Padme does the Debbie Ryan hair behind the ear thing. So, that's great. 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't mean this as any offense to the God King George Lucas. Uh, are we starting to understand why his wife left him? Um, like this is weird. This is really strange. Like there's a there's a way you just talk to people and, and like like women you're interested in and just I'm gonna marry you. Like I'm sorry. Like, I know it's every time. It sounds like a threat. It sounds like a threat. That's, that's no, definitely that. Well, today it is. If you're a boomer, that's like that's just how you did it. You stalked someone until they married you back then. That's well, what yeah. you did, and that's why everyone's unhappy now. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, um, to, to move on, to move on to the next one, Jerry. And I'm sorry your your problems are manifesting on live streams right now. But um, when it comes to when it comes to the original trilogy, this is a love that I think. I think, I don't know, this is like the most Hollywood version of love, the scoundrel and the princess. Whereas you see the prequels is like the perspective of a child. You get the Han and Leia kind of love that I think is just, I don't know. There's something so strange and nostalgic to that. It's like mm -hmm. high school you. That's what you want to do when you're in high school. You're like, yeah, I want to get the girl, but I'm going to be a little bit of a jerk to get there. You know what I mean? It's never going to be easy. I'm not going to make it easy for her. So Han and Leia is one of these things that I think uh, I think it's really important to bring it up. Han and Leia, when you look at it from a now context, I, I was watching Empire, and I'm like, this is a little, this is a little risky, but it's that scoundrel kind of love. And you know what? Wait a minute. <laughs> scoundrel this. love, baby. I skipped right over to Teen and Obi-Wan. Sorry, we will get to Han and Leia in a second. If we're doing chronological, we got to do Satine and Obi-Wan. Sorry about that. So, Satine and Obi-Wan, all right? So wow. you chose pain. We just I'm audible. sorry. I, I did not mean... We'll do it live. The way of pain. <laughs> yes. So, Satine and Obi-Wan is the one that I think hurts the most in terms of uh, of reflecting on it. And, like, what a weird thing that Dave blessed us with. And I'm being serious. Like, that oh, was not a part agree, of it. Man. Like, I, I think... What what might feel a little bit hollow just based on like the prequels, like with uh, Padme and when Anakin, just just based off that, I think that even like with not without showing us a lot, like you feel the relationship um, between Satine and Obi Wan. You feel like there's there was actual connection there, oh, um, and you know even I, I forget at what point he says this. Obi-Wan saying, I would have left if you would have asked me. Like, has it's like right before right when he thinks that she's about to be killed by that dude on the ship, right? Right, right. I yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can't remember a hundred percent. I just watched this at the beginning of the year. No oh, worries. okay, been perfect. You're yes, good, you're, you're right. Uh like I got your back. That feels like you know, kind of more than we ever got with Anakin and Obi-Wan, just like in in terms of like what they showed us on screen and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. And, like, you know, there were rumors at one point that, like, instead of Rey being a Palpatine, they were thinking of her being a, a Kenobi at one point. Which, if they had done that, that would have added so much more depth to that relationship. Yeah, it would have. So, mm -hmm. I, I think in terms of just, like, you know, romances I like and uh, that, that, like, mean something, I think... Satine and Obi-Wan, like just this is this is me. Anybody can have a different opinion, and I'm sure somebody will. I think it feels more, you know, genuine kind of adult. It's it's Obi-Wan was a full like he was not a full-fledged Jedi yet, but he was nearing it. Um, 
when he was just ready to walk away because of this, uh, because of the Duchess. I think that means something really, really, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's yeah. heavy too. You know, what mm-hmm. a, what a big character. The Duchess of Mandalore mm-hmm. is also a pacifist, you know, does not want to be and involved Obi-Wan. in anything war. Yeah. With like, we've, with we've, Obi-Wan. we're conditioned. Like Obi-Wan Kenobi has always been presented to us as this like stoic Pen- Jedi master. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Like so Pinnacle. like the fact that he was, looking to like at, at one point he was like i'm i love you so much that i'm willing to leave everything How crazy what that's incredible like that's yeah. just like just absolutely so much character uh depth there so see that's and then you can see why he didn't you know didn't have any shame on anakin for what he was doing you know mm-hmm. he didn't i mean oh not to our knowledge obi-wan didn't get a girl pregnant but i mean it's it's oh, i'm serious like that i don't know if it ever gone that far or may mm-hmm. have been that down deep that of a rabbit hole you know like it, that is and i i just think it's it's what why is everyone laughing Jerry, why are you laughing? <laughs> i thought you were laughing the way you presented it like at least you didn't get her well, pregnant you, said, you know well, didn't get anyone didn't get anyone pregnant he went he didn't go down hole. that rabbit hole <laughs> all right well, well, well I, my inner michael scott was was yelling inside of me <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> no um, she the chat with the idea that obi-wan didn't knock her up just saying <laughs> um yeah, they're, what's they're, her they're her nephew that looks exactly yeah. like her? Oh, and, and Obi-Wan. Well, I'm trying to figure out is that is there another sibling we don't know about? Is that is that Bo-Katan's kid? Like whose kid is that? You might have just stumbled upon something here, Bill. I no, this have is not me. I've that? seen this on Twitter. This is not. Oh, really? this, no. That no, that yeah, that's a uh, that's, that's a theory. Yeah. Is that yeah. really okay? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's just that's just my uh uh online literacy then (laughs) okay either that or corky is bo katan's kid and like when bo says she's the last of her line (laughs) yeah Yeah, i poor corky (laughs) poor corky right i mean that's that's what we leave with that's what uh, i want to know that's what i want to know i want live action corky in season three of the mandalorian we actually got live action corky it's called corky romano starring chris katan i gotta get on that right now gotta watch it now no 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 but like have (laughs) i want live action corky monologue i want live action corky uh uh crease Corky Crees. Has anyone ever said his name just back to back like that? I've never heard it, and now that I'm hearing it out loud, it sounds bonkers. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Corky Crees. <laughs> sounds sounds. He's sorry. He sounds like he sounds like a jazz musician or something. <laughs> Corky Crees. Ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Corky Crees. Or like he or like he plays uh, ska music or something. You know. <laughs> yes. Um, something yes. Like that. Ah, Corky Crees. Um. Anyway, is that I wanna... Mario? That felt like a little Mario. I don't know. It's like I, I heard someone say that that uh, ska music is what plays in a fourteen-year-old's head whenever uh, someone brings him cheese sticks. Yes. So I think that's that's one hundred percent accurate. But so uh, all I've got to say, real quick, I want Corky to just explain how the hell he fits into the whole family tree, please. Please, Corky. Ah, Please Sam. Yeah, Corky is canonically Bogatan's nephew. There you go. See, that, this is why I I change my name from Canon Junkie every time we're on the thing because it doesn't even make sense anymore. Sam, I'm calling shenanigans. I, I, you know what? I'm willing to do it. 
Obi Wan Kenobi oh. and, and uh, Doctor Satine. They uh, they did a little Star Wars shenanigans. Little little. <laughs> they did right. what, what I call. A little Rick McCollum in the bedroom. I, I think that oh, Obi Wan went. I baby. think that Obi Wan. Hey guys, oh, Obi Wan went a little too. Obi Wan went a little too deep into the rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Another thing that I. <laughs> Corky Kenobi. Good God. So, um, Trey, it's any canon. perspective on the Satine, you know, Obi Wan thing we got going on? <laughs> I just watched the uh, episode of Star Wars Rebels where the one, the one here where um, Maul faces against Obi-Wan. And, like, it really, like, the fact that Maul just murders Obi-Wan's love, like, the love of his life. Mm. And then when Maul dies, in his hands, he still is, like, caring for him. He's like, I, like, no matter all this shit. And I think Satine is, like, another example of that. Like, he, because, I mean, Qui-Gon was his master. He had a deep love for him. But, like, he was in love with Satine. And that just, yeah, you know... Like Rascal Flatts said, it hurts the most. It just it, it, just it, being it so cut close. Yeah, watching them walk away. <laughs> and it's just actually she didn't walk away, she's dead. But um oh! in, <laughs> but in Rebels, I mean he's like it adds to his character growth because she didn't walk away. So she died. And he's just so like, she- I still I still I I will hold you Maul for a few seconds until you die, and it's gonna be all right. What and even though he is ruined as he's like, like holding so much <laughs> shit in his life like he's oh every, yeah every, and he tries to like and we see in the season mandalore he tries to even kill anakin if he had killed qui-gon satine and anakin obi-wan would have went dark side that would've. that would have like he oh, it would have went so i just um besides the mall interaction i just i love the stuff between him and satine it's like yeah it really, um, like you guys have said, it adds to the Anakin and Padme stuff because we see in season seven of uh, Clone Wars, like in the first arc, when Obi-Wan kind of overhears Anakin and Padme talking in that weird cargo bed, like, or <laughs> cargo area. And he <laughs> was like, I, I I, can't get that mad, you know? It, it, yeah. I, I would have done the same thing. So it's yeah. it like adds a lot of depth between Anakin and Obi-Wan too. And it just, it, it, like, it makes these characters like fallible that's something i really like about the high republic so far is there's a little bit of flirting between some 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 jedi at times and it's like are they gonna they might they might not they already have into the storm coming out july 6th oh it it makes you wonder where that went like what happened that made them so yoda got ghosted and that's like prudish (laughs) yeah yeah i oh what if He's Force he's out because he like really has a crush on Abar Chris, but he knows you know he's like he's like want me she does not. If they will not sleep with me, no one can sleep with anyone. <laughs> oh, oh that, yeah. that'd be amazing, actually. <laughs> Yoda is the most it would... powerful incel in the galaxy. <laughs> oh! <Yoda's a> <laughs> if we if we didn't get the down votes yet, we're gonna start getting them now. I'll get them right now. What is this spread in the chat? What? Sorry, the thumbs down. Is this? I'm, I'm on Reddit in my brain. I guess that's I don't. Know. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good. That's that's what I think. <laughs> that's beautiful. No, Trey, that's, that's beautiful. beautiful, man. Seriously, so like, yeah. This 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 comment by Michael uh, on all all remaining systems. He said it blows my mind how Obi never wanted revenge on Maul for what he did as a team. 
It shows how how he was truly Maul's opposite. He was able to let go and not pursue vengeance, which consumed Maul, which is mm-hmm. so true. I mean, Maul Maul is a character driven driven by revenge, mm-hmm. and like here he is, you know, still being vengeful after doing so much to ruin Obi Wan's life, and Obi Wan lets him die in his arms peacefully. And it's just, I don't know, it's just incredible. And for Last a character. Thing. That hasn't for a character like Maul and Obi Wan, you know, not Obi Wan didn't get the shaft in this movie, but I mean, Qui Gon was ultimately in the master role this whole entire, you know, Phantom Menace, and I don't you see this wonderful torch get passed, and it leads into, um, you know, I would say I, I, I left one out, guys. I left the whole thing out. Jared, besides, before I move on, I'm sorry. Did you have anything you want to say with the Satine relationship? I think that Obi Wan and Satine is a really interesting parallel to uh, Anakin and Padme. In that where Anakin will burn the galaxy to the ground to maintain um, his possession of Padme, Obi-Wan mm. being the consummate Jedi that he is, is he is unable to own Satine and unwilling to like have that kind of possession over Satine yeah. that Anakin yeah. has over Padme. It is, that's why his whole thing is like, I'll leave the order for you. I it's, it's not, it's all a matter of like what I can do to facilitate this relationship, not bend the universe around me to make it happen. And yes, it, it's the way that Obi-Wan is hurt. And like we get, we get in like the stories of heroes and villains, uh, like little Clone Wars anthology thing. Obi-Wan was filled with rage when he killed her. You know, it was it was nothing but anger and that like I'm gonna end you. But Obi-Wan remembers like that's not who I am and I'm not gonna come down to your level mm-hmm. and this isn't what she would have wanted is for me to oh. suck my soul to get you back for c- killing her and let's bring him into it, Qui-Gon too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a really fun way that it is the polar opposite like and that's the thing with a lot of like these relationships in star wars um i've always said star wars is like poet i haven't said it i've always said that i love the whole idea of star wars like poetry and crime um i almost made it sound like i was taking credit for that quote and you should have you should have that would have been amazing i directed star wars i i was i I said that to george and he took it um, but no, I, I, I've always, it's always been a quote that I come back to and that make, it helps me enjoy star Wars more because of the cyclical nature of the story. Mm-hmm. So the idea that of like putting every relationship next to Anakin and Padme, that you get like another really fun read about them and what their relationship either lacks or has too much of compared to other people it's really interesting. And this is like the opposite side of the spectrum of Anakin and Padme. Can I just say one more thing about it? Please. Absolutely. So probably like one of my favorite quotes in Star Wars is from that Maul episode again of Rebels, where Maul says, look what you've become, a rat in a desert. And Obi-Wan looks him square in the eyes and say, look what I have over, or he says, look what I have risen above. above." And that Mm -hmm. like just encapsulates it all. It's such a good line. And like he sees Obi Wan, he sees Satine, he sees everyone, and I just yeah, uh, that's just the last point I wanted to make. But I, I I love that line. It's just 
like you know he sees Satine when he, he says that. So. Absolutely, man. Holy <laughs> that that is such a great I love that. See, that's what I love about Star Wars is the whole like it, we have these people who are literally opposites they, they, in each other's lives. They're opposite forces that it, it literally is. It's that lesson that George Lucas wanted. He's like, here's the wrong way, here's the right way, right? And all I'll say, Scotty, yeah. are we ready to who who have we even la- who is the last person we said is the most Jedi to ever Jedi? We said was, Ahsoka. Was it Qui-Gon? Was it Ahsoka? It was Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know. Like there there's a lot of Jedi. Like there's going to be some competition coming up soon. Maybe we need to have that conversation again eventually. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. That's pretty Jedi to like again go through that pain of losing someone you love. Trey, you really spoke to me, man, when you were talking about – I love that scene, and that's why I don't feel like it needs to be redone in live action at all. Maul's death, his demise, is mm-hmm. so beautiful. It's art. It is art. It is art. The way that he holds Maul and stuff, and just with compassion, that's a Jedi Knight, man. It is. That's a Jedi, and that is just deep and amazing so that's all i have to say about it that conversation needs to happen again who's the most jedi jedi to ever jedi (laughs) (laughs) you said a lot so that's what we do there's coleman trevor there's a there's hey man buriaga buriaga i um hell yeah i actually forgot to put the show notes boys if you don't mind we can go down this rabbit hole it's the best there's one thing i need to i need to address that I, i did not even think about Han and Kira. That is the other half mm. of Ooh. Leia and, and and a Han's relationship, right? We see this innocent love <clears throat> of Han making such a big mistake and trusting, you know. I mean, honestly, he was a 16-year-old and felt very much like Romeo and Juliet, where he's like, I got these parts, babe. We can escape and go everywhere together. Well, they get a sweet taste of it for a second, and she gets pulled away from he fights his whole life to get her back. Then all of a sudden, there she is back in his life, but she's she on the same person. She falls into his lap. At that, like, yes. That's the best part of that movie is he's trying to get her back. Yes. And she's just all of a sudden like, oh, boom, don't have there. To. That's and, her line. And it is. And so we get this whole story of him trying to prove himself to her. No, I'm I'm the badass. I'm the tough dude, Carrie. This is the one you want. This is the person you want to be with. And then it's so weird now when you watch Empire or Return of the Jedi, you see such a – the character that – he portrays himself to be in that movie like because he has become the badass he has become you know the the scoundrel that then leia falls in love with and it's just so cool because i've never thought about it from this perspective if it wasn't for kira han wouldn't be the selfish way he is later and then of course leia is the one that pulls him right back to the roots of where he always has been and of course this manifests in Ben much later but we'll get to ben in a second um i love Ooh, sorry. I love the introdu- introduction of Kira and Han. I thought that was truly, that was probably the most like star. Now I can't say Star Crossed Lovers because that's literally Attack of the Clones. To the most like believable. You can love. have multiple Star Crossed Lovers. Yeah, so but but like this is like like the way they introduce they like kiss instantly, and it's so like passionate. That, and that kiss is the most passionate kiss in Star Wars. Am I wrong? Yes. Am I yes, wrong? It, it is. I am wonderful. wrong. No, 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 I'm saying you're right. I'm saying you're right. So, <laughs> so the Han Kira thing, something that stands out to me, and I, 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 Trey, I think Trey disagrees. I want to hear what he has to say. I mean, I, I've seen Ben and Ray kiss. I, that's, that's oh, <laughs> yeah, 
I we'll get to best right. races later. We'll get to best races later. I'm high-fiving Trey through the force right now. <laughs> I, I will, hey, can I get in on that? Can you do like a three-way high-five? Is that like it looks I got, good? I got, I got two hands. Here you go. I'm surprised let's, it let's took almost an hour and a half for our first three-way to happen. Or Let, well, yeah, three this way. is the first, have, the first three-way in Bombay history. Three, okay. So Real quick, Bill. Sam Carey. Sam Carey sent us a five dollars super chat. Guys. Oh, Sam! Thank Sam you, sir. Thank you. Hey, we'll get the cannon and hair in a minute. I will get the cannon, cannon and hair. I have. I, have I, I also have one ship that I want to add when we can get to it, but it's my favorite in all Star Wars. Okay, we'll get to it. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to. We're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Like, just. You know what? Screw it. You guys are interested. You're still here. Let's go. Let's go. So. So, Jared, uh, or, or Bill, whoever wants to start it off, I want to hear some perspectives on Han and Kira paralleling to, to Leia and Han. Because Leia mm -hmm. and Han is now this whole, you know, I would say one of the biggest ones out there in terms of, uh, in terms of like, the most quotable. I love you, mm -hmm. I know. And, and I don't know. Jared, I feel like you can bestow some pretty good knowledge, and I'll just move on to Bill after that. But Han and Kira, man, that... That was something I did not expect, honestly, when I went to that theater. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think it would be as touching as it as it ended up becoming, right? I mean, the part where they split up is literally makes me tear up. Imagine having that moment where they're getting, like, I would almost compare it to, like, people, you know, just getting pulled apart just that, you know, throughout history. I mean, just, I don't know. I think it's huge. So, Jared. That, oof, that part I, gets me. I think oof. one of the interesting things about Han and Kira is that, Han Solo always has been and always will be uh, the dipshit with a heart of gold. Um, <laughs> yes. Heart of gold, head of wood. Okay. Um, oh, I love that. <laughs> Speaking he, Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you yeah. Can, you can, yeah. Hell can yeah, hear. man. We're loving it. <laughs> to Bill. I'm, I'm going to fix something real quick. Cut to Bill. Oh, okay. Bill's gone. Bill, oh, Bill is... Bill's gone. No, in all seriousness, no. Um, Kira's dope. I, I think it's I think it's really cool to think that that Star Wars just with the Disney acquisition has given us some of the best relationships. And I'm not even kidding. Kanan and Harem, I mean that's up there. Uh, oh, Sly yeah. Snoodles, I mean Sly Snoodles and in, in, in oh, Zero the Hut. Can you pull up Richard Richard Tuminello? Oh my uh, boy, had, had a quote. Pull it up, man. Pull it up. Wait, is that is that one of your students? No, no, that's literally my classmate from uh from my Oh, uh, dude, Richard, you are speaking my language, man, and the screen like ROTJ singer in the screen. Yep. Sight noodles, noodles in the screen. Yeah, man, I'm up on the TV all the time on that one. Like, mm, you know, so. Oh, that's I love that. That's some good stuff. Can I now say who my who my favorite is? And it, it, yes, like, please. All right, please. all right, sir. If, if if anyone knows me, this is pretty obvious. Thane, Kyrell, and Sienna Ray lost stars. It's oh, not even close, fellas. Not even close. I mean, come on. Trey, you speak my language, sir. You dude, speak it's my, my language, favorite book dude. ever. I've read it nine times. I have it's... the manga over there. I have the book over there. Oh, it's so sick. It's like... The power of my heart is beating. Such a commitment, that dude. That is that seriously is Star Wars Romeo and Juliet. That really is the two warring families. You have you put a like one of the the lovers on the rebels and one of the lovers on uh, the imperial side, and you've got it's brilliant. I love imagine if they're in one of the best Rangers stories of the new, of the new Republic. Imagine if Thane Kyrell is one of the Rangers of the new. They leave Republic. it. It's, it's open. It's open, man. 
I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. I, it's an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would die. I, I would die. Oh, Lost Stars, though, I just, I, I think it's I'm like the Star Wars. I, I, I love it. I just, I had to mention, the other one I had written down brilliant was one. Chewbacca and Maskinata. Not, not yes. in the category, <laughs> but those are, those are there. Just like, um, you that's, know. That's all I'll say. <laughs> that's like the Star Wars version of uh, Work Wife, I feel like. <laughs> Is it because it's like you know he's got Mala and stuff. Mala and them are canon, but just to like side piece. That, that, yeah, well, that whole like, where's my boyfriend? Old ass side piece. But. Oh man, that's so good, so good. Jerry, we got you back, bud. Yes, I apologize for disappearing. The uh, headphone hub like that we have slid right off the table. Uh, <laughs> oh, it just hey. fell. I think I think we pissed off Cookie Cop earlier. Uh, cookie cop, we love you. Cookie shit. cop, we we want to just give you if, you, if you don't want cop. the spotlight, it's fine. Sorry, but we love you, Cookie cop. Please don't, please don't kill Jared. We love him. Uh, I I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I'm Cookie Cop's Horcrux at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm around him too much. I'm in here what like five times a week. I can't not be just a part of soul. Like, if you're going to do Cookie Cop, you have to do first. And spoiler alert, everybody who's in the Nerd Academy is my Horcrux. So you got to kill them. And then kill me, and then kill Cookie Cop, maybe. Not um, just that, you need a basilisk tooth, tooth to do it. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck, bitches. Sorry. Yeah, you got you got to use like a, uh, uh, you got to use an Ultra Saber to kill me. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. So, Bill, we were mentioning whew. Lost Stars. Do you have an opinion on that? Yes, I love that book. I, it's been, I think, like seven years since I've read it, but like just it came out in 20, 2015. But yeah, or you know, <laughs> <Thank> you, <laughs> time moves really different for you. Well, thanks for hey, having me. It's the been last great. Thank year, you, the last year has taken seven years. It's felt to great. go by. So thank you very much. You know, it's been a while since I can probably say like anything substantive about it. But like from what I remember when it first came out, I thought that their relationship, Senna and uh, oh, what's the other guys? What's Thank Cairo? Thank Cairo. Thank you, Trey. Um, and a commander. That I, I think. I love you, Trey. See, <laughs> <laughs> You're one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. I, I Trey's my new boo, man. I love him. Oh, oh wow, competition for Scott A. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really I, I, appreciate their their story. I think that it's you know Claudia Gray wouldn't have the same reputation that she has now if she didn't just knock it out of the fucking park with that yeah, book dude. like it, it's like it, and it, every book since exactly if i was president i would swear on this baby that's that's your choice that's what you get oh what a beautiful book it's my it's my safe place it's my safe place <laughs> the book itself yeah no i i bill I've honestly never dived into that book. And Trey, it's I haven't, awesome, I haven't given the opportunity oh, to. It's awesome. I, we got to get we got to get Scotty on the like we got to start like a summer reading program for Scotty or something. See, I'm. I'll promise I'm, him. Yeah, I will buy you, Scotty. I'll buy you a personal pan pizza if you read all these books. Okay. 
Jesus, well, now, hold AR, on. AR points. I AR already read it. Yeah, I, I've got like <laughs> thousands of accelerated reader points from Sage Peter and Paul School. I'll buy, well, yeah, yeah, but we got to give Scotty I'm to read them. them. In. I'll, I'll buy you a pizza too. I don't care. I'm, I'm just in. trying to get Scotty to get into it. Listen, I didn't watch Lord of the Rings the extended cut and then take the test on AR for nothing. <laughs> For but you nothing, should have. okay? But you should have, okay? I should have. I, I should have oh, read it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> that this is this is something that I, I haven't said yet. But one of my favorite relationships is the hint of that relationship between Tarkin and whoever the other guy is in, in certain point of view. You know what I'm referring to? Wasn't there like this weird what? innuendo? Yeah. From the first certain the, point there of was view. The, they didn't give his name, but it was like saying they were heavily hinting that Grand Moff Tarkin, in certain point of view, was having a relationship with like an ensign or something. Yes, some and the mouse droid the was the one that was speaking through both of them while doing like three different tasks. It's insane. It, it so, is brilliant. Go read a uh, certain point of view, both of them that are out right now. Thank you. Oh, goodbye. So, do we want to get get done with the Han and Kira thing? Or do you want to go back to that? Anyone have any strong let, feelings? Let's get, in that let, I, I, I say I, let's roll okay, on, man. There's so much love. Or let's do you want to do what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Do you want to do Han and Leia, or do you want to do something else? Real quick, real quick. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Real quick, I got to give a shout out. To, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! He's here! Oh my gosh! He's taking over the stream. Cookie Cop, no, no, no! Stop it, Scotty! You're creating a tulpa. Stop it! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Jared, Jared's like, Jared's trying to contain him. I all I gotta shout out, out um to, I gotta give a shout out to Connor for uh Marin and uh, uh Cal um, Cal Castus. Okay, Hell gotta yeah. give a shout out to them. Excited to see what happens there. Let's go to Han and, and Leia mm -hmm. because Han and Leia. we're gonna be here until the next episode of Wandavision comes out. Then we're just gonna watch it together because that's just gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, want I actually to would love that idea. <laughs> Same. With Han and Leia and both Han and Kira, like I was saying, with Han and like the heart of gold, head of wood thing, mm -hmm. he is... At his core, he is like... Okay, are any of you guys familiar with the term golden retriever boy? Yes. I'm a golden retriever. I'm actually not, but okay. Okay. It is exactly what you think it is, where it's like a dude who has the same energy as like a golden retriever. <laughs> that same, just like I'm just happy to see you. I'm happy to be around no, you. No lie, no lie. Can I say we did? I went whenever I was a college recruiter. We went to like a, a recruiting like conference, okay? And they gave like here's the different personality types people are. I was the freaking golden retriever. Of course you were. I was, yeah, because I'm like, hey, how you doing, Scotty? I love you. Hey, hey, hey how's it going, Bill? How's it going, Trey? How's it going, Jared? Yeah, hey, 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 let's talk Star Wars. Continue. So, Han, at his core, like we see with Kira, is a golden retriever boy. And has that, like, hey, hey, how are you? Yeah. How are you? We're just happy to be here. What's up? I'm and a bad then, guy. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Over, yeah. But he, he wants to pretend that he's like space Danny Zuko, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wants to Gary, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what I'm for that is, but okay. <laughs> That's what he wants to pretend to be. He wants to be like this bad boy, you know? And eventually, 
he gets to meet enough people who don't know him that he kind of convinces the galaxy that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And he low-key convinces himself that's the case. Yeah. The whole time he's just been a dipshit golden retriever boy. That's- <laughs> the whole time. That's, now- a, that's a joke. Han is Chewie's dog. so it takes him so he's he's convinced he's like yeah i'm a bad boy i'm gonna be with my bad like my bad bitch girlfriend right no no you you're a golden retriever boy and you need like your badass like like feminist girlfriend like that's who you need (laughs) It's like, like, like Golden Retriever Boy needs to be with Space AOC. That's how that. <laughs> oh my god! And yes, yes, Queen. Yeah, yes. yeah. He needs somebody who's gonna look him in his eyes and be like, "You're, you're the biggest dumbass I've ever." <laughs> like, I know almost every single member of Imperial High Command, and I want to punch you in the face more than any of them. <laughs> We're gonna go. We're gonna go bang in the Falcon now, right? You dumbass, right? <laughs> need is someone to like slap him in the face and then go, "Okay, come here." Like, <laughs> like that—that's what he needed. That's exactly what he needed. Because he was like, "He's like, yeah, I'm a bad boy." It's like, "No, you're not. No, I'm not." I'm not gonna lie. The minute you said uh, Danny Zuko is Han, I've been like trying to figure out how to like. Put the words of Summer Lovin' into a, a, a Han and Kira. Running, had me a blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Han could never make something. Now, wait, Jared. There's a flip side to it you got to address. Because Golden Retriever Boy does something that's really Rico Suave towards the end of that movie. Where she's like, I love you. And what does that badass do? Because he gets the best last line, and I think it's one of the most iconic lines in all Star Wars. Boys, what does he say? I know. How okay. incredible! Okay, so let me ask you guys a question. Bill, you're about to do what I'm about to do. I think. Keep Depending, <laughs> how many times have you had like a significant other where they've said that and you've said "I know" to them? What so is their reaction? That, I, that they love me? What? What is that? What, what's the? I re- had I had my significant other. I said I love you, and they said that back to me. Okay. And I was like, so I'm, like I'm so turned on right now. Fire a little bit when you what like like that 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 is why Han and Leia conceived Ben that night <laughs> on the door it was like it had nothing to do with like the hype of winning the battle or surviving. Han was like still sporting. Like the 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 space libido of her saying I know no. he makes the face the face he makes is like I want to get you back on the Falcon like <laughs> it was it was that it was exactly that it was her saying I know and the smile Han was like I'm gonna marry you I'm gonna it's over I'm gonna marry you I'm tired I'm I'm your husband it's like. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Joe Biden introduces himself. Oh like, my God. Him. like that's how Han gets eventually. He's like, "Hi, I'm Leia's husband." Like <laughs> all this matters. He's, like, he's not General Solo, not the captain of the Millennium Falcon. Like, you know, Chuck the Kessel Run. He's like, "Hi, hi, I'm Leia's guy. I'm Leia's guy." Her, right? Me? Who the fuck it? Right? The oh. Prince of Alderaan. Yeah. Oh, point. Rip. R.I.P. God, that's good though. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it from that perspective that Han, you know, is kind of a kind of a simp. 
I hate every time I see that I hear that word I think I'm like either some fan of like PewDiePie or any, somebody is about to tell say something really offensive. So it's all my, all my 12 year old students use that word simp. Like I'm playing music for my kids in class and they're like, why do you always play Taylor Swift for the girls? Which are you a simp? I'm like, I'm an adult and I'm just trying to make you all happy. Why is this? Yes. <laughs> I'm not simping no. for 11 and 12 year olds. That's not who is I it, am. If for me, for me, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make one thing abundantly clear right now. Han is not Leia's simp. Han is Leia's bottom. That's uh, and there's a difference. There is a difference. By no golly! Mm. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, by God! By God. Jerry's just gone. Jerry retired. There. Oh, he's back. He missed the the bottom talk. <laughs> oh no. You you missed the, maybe the funniest. Anyway, I I was problem. laughing. I had to go pee, and I was laughing the entire time I was peeing because I had you in my ear. So. Okay, good. <laughs> Hot. I'm glad we were in your ear. Yeah. I like anyway. I like high on Mr. Leia. <laughs> I love that. No, when you Jared, when you were like he's like saying like no, he's not the captain of the one he's talking. That was like. <laughs> oh. Oh, space I, libido I, I, really got me too. That's it. Dick makes a great point. Richard made it good. <laughs> Listen, I, yeah, say, I, was like, I say that as my, my first name, re, my real name is Richard. So, like, from dick to dick. <laughs> like, you know. From my dick to your dick. From my dick well, to yours. <laughs> a little bit of, oh. a little bit of, uh, a little bit of uh, what is it, Finpo happening there. Then, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that one if it comes truly canon. We, that'll be a whole We episode. can talk about that one still. So do we want to, do we, let's, you know what? We're kind of running a lot on time. I want to, I, I might actually skip Hanan and Kara. I'm Hanan and Kara. My Hanan God, it's late. Hey, goodness. Kramer, are you drunk? <laughs> no, I'm really not. I have a thing. Kramer Woo! is tired. You got to Shake your head say, all right. Jerry. Okay, so. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, oh. It works so well because our podcast is already the podcast about nothing. Okay. Oh. Um, Finpo, I love Finpo, honestly. Um, let's do Kane yeah. and Hera if you want to, or if you want to go straight to the deepest one of them all. I think we should just go to Ben let's and Ray. Do, let's, do, let's go to Ray. Oh, I, thought, I was give referring Raylo, to Kaz. It's time, I, man. Kaz I think, and, uh, Jared, this is girl. your time. Uh, Jared, the Raylo Jedi, this is your time to shine. Does anyone need to take a pee break before? Because Jared's about to read us a. The, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, I, I just took my I'm, pee break and I'm with him, okay? I'll just People pee in this cup. So. It's fine. Raylo is canon. I'm just going to say that right now. Raylo is canon. Yes, there you go. Jared, you have the floor. So um, for anyone that doesn't know, Jared, we've actually talked about this with Jared before on the Bomb Podcast. So there's a whole other episode in this whole entire discussion. And That's I want to bring up more for you to love. Go back and check it out. Now thing. it's live. You can interact so, with it. Content. One important thing is, <laughs> you know, where Anakin had that selfish love, we know what Ben has. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off there because Jared – is the master of, of bringing this up. Anyone listening, if you're not a fan of the sequels, I think, or Raylo, I think Jared can convert you right now and make sure you send us some uh, residuals for that. Jared, let's talk about Raylo. Oh, yeah. I want to say up top, um, if you want really, really, like a channel almost entirely dedicated to Raylo, please go check out Girls with Sabres on YouTube. Mm. Yes. They're phenomenal. Yes. Uh, Memorists are good friends of mine, good friends of the Nerd Academy. 
please check them out. Like there is not a single inch of Raylo that they have not like absolutely mm. straight in as deep analysis as you can mm. go. Can, can I can I plug another one that oh, I yeah. re- that I really love? Please, please Sky do. Talkers. Listen to yeah, Sky Talkers. Yeah, man. Sky Talkers. Hey. Uh, Go support. Support the positive content, man, for sure. They completely changed my mind on the whole idea of Raylo, of of it being something that I like I actively cheered for. I I think that their content, their I hate saying content. I sound like such a dick when I say I love their content. I love I love their stuff. I think that they are awesome. And I, I think they are in a, re- a really, really important voice in the fandom. So yeah, go ahead, Jared. No, thank. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like I said. I the reason why I love Girls with Sabers is that like they kind of like affirmed every hypothesis I have, and then gave me, <laughs> like ammunition to back it up with. Where I was uh-huh. like, oh, oh, holy shit, they're saying this way smarter than I ever could. <laughs> uh, apparently, they say I'm just as smart as them, and I'm never going to believe that. Um, <laughs> None of us are. They do much better analysis, okay? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. That said, the beauty of Raylo, in my opinion, the reason why I think it is the most important Star Wars ship is that it is the reverse of Annie Dalla. Now, I said earlier that, like, Obi-Wan and Satine is the, is the opposite. Just like Ky- Kylo Ren's story and Darth Vader's story backwards. And it's the same thing with Raylo. And the whole idea of Ben finishing what Anakin started is crucial to his story. So on on the deep level, on the metatextual level, the idea that what Ben develops for Ray is a selfless love. One that is not based around, I need you for me. You make me feel a certain way. Even though if there's anybody in the galaxy who is liable to have that reaction to somebody, and at this point in his life, could you blame him for having that reaction? He doesn't. Mm. His infatuation with Ray goes beyond his personal love of Ray and the idea of having Ray to loving who she is and what she is, period. The you're nothing, you're no one, but not to me line gets made fun of a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially whenever you have people who are not Raylos. Because it's where people go, oh, this is proof that it's abusive. Oh, this is proof that it's manipulative, whatever. And yes, he is still Kylo Ren at that point. So there's a part of him that is still trying to seduce her to the dark side. But there's an earnestness to what he's saying. Because all of Ben's life has been made up of his legacy. That is his entire identity. That's that's the identity that's forced upon him. And that is his burden. Is that he, is a, he is the nephew to this legendary Jedi Master. And the son of these two rebellion heroes. And the grandson of both the Chosen One and the greatest Jedi killer of all time. Mm-hmm. He bears the weight of being the heir to so much. And that's what Palpatine slash Snoke, whatever, use against him to turn him. In Ray, he sees somebody 
who is somehow struggling with all the same feelings of loneliness and abandonment and isolation and trauma as he is. But somehow at the time, and as far as Ray is concerned, the complete opposite side of the spectrum. She's nothing. She's nobody. She has no place in this story. And as somebody who is so very much made to be everybody's successor, she he loves her for being a nobody. He loves that she's just Ray. And I think that's another thing that strikes a chord with him, that she's removed in theory. And as far as they're concerned, when the romance starts to bud for them, she's removed from this whole story. She just kind of showed up and started whooping ass. And that's, he's like, yeah, like you, you're just, you're just a badass. You don't need a name to hell with a name. I wish I didn't have a name. You know, that's kind of what is meant to be taken from let the past die. Kill it. If you have to, you know, the Sith, the Jedi, the Reb, the rebels, let it all burn. That's what he's saying. He's, he's like, I'm tired of this all being legacies and all of this nonsense. It's an admission of what he wishes he had. And it comes out, you know, you're nothing, you're no one, but not to me. Because again, there's still a part of him that's trying to turn her. And by the end, Ben, who, like the inverse of Anakin, who Anakin, this, again, aggressive optimist, will do anything to protect his people, his loved ones. He, he will... Scorched Earth. It is a selfish, romantic love that makes him commit heinous acts in the name of possessing the person he's in love with. It is ultimately saved by a familial love in Luke. And that completely selfless, I am yours as much as you are mine, and I'm going to protect you. Because I love you, not because I need to keep you. It's because I love you. With Ben and Ray, Ben, who falls to the dark side because I've perceived the lack of familial love, is brought back by a selfless need to save the woman he loves. And he 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 looks in his self again who he views himself as this monster who can't be taken back, who can't be loved after the things that he's done, looks at Ray, sees how much she has cared about him from the jump and goes, the galaxy is a better place with you in it and gives his life to save her. It's not about maintaining his possession over Ray. Thank you. It's not about maintaining his possession over Ray because he never possessed Ray. Ray was always Ray. Ray always belonged to Ray. And in, he made the calculation that a galaxy without Ray was a worse galaxy and made the sacrifice play. And there's nothing more Jedi than that. And he finished what Anakin started, he saved the girl. Mm, Anakin said a Jedi's duty mm. is, you know, to, to be a Jedi is to love it. Anakin or Ben fulfilled all of that 
through that sacrifice. If I had my druthers, it wouldn't have ended in his death. But same, same, same. <laughs> He'll still come back. I, I believe that's so. that's the thing, you know. And uh, Jared, you've uh, God bless it. He paints. I, it so I can perfectly. listen to you talk on for another ten minutes, man. Just I got pizza so in the well. middle of that, but I was just like, it wasn't because I was bored. <laughs> I was like, I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm going to sit tears. down and just enjoy this. Holy like, shit, man. It's like so Jared's good. got this like prophetic. Uh, I, like he's like, the, he's like the professor. I mean, literally like you just want to hear him talk. You're going to take your notes and you're going to leave class. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something to that, Jared. You got to be able to observe this and take it all in because people tend to negate the sequel trilogy for some odd reason when it gives us the best love story of them all. Right. I, I, mean, I think it, it boils down to it really does. Damn right. I and think like, we're all. Can we just go ahead and say? Can we all just come out, Raylo, on this? On this yeah, no, dude, Raylo, baby. Let's just 100%. all come out, Raylo. It, it makes sense. Oh, excuse me. You, you know they. I, I think, I like Jared. I think that there was a better way to, to either end or continue the story of Ben Solo. Yeah, okay. killing him. I don't think is particularly interesting. We've done that. We've seen that. Um, you know, I've, I've always been struck by, I, I went to awesome con in Washington DC two or three years ago. And I went to a panel about, you know, love and star Wars, Raylo stuff like that, or, or redemption in star Wars, excuse me. And like the, the point was made that like, what would happen if Darth Vader had like, lived after episode not or after episode six you know dealing with his failings you know how how do you find redemption i think if they had done something like that where you know he's back but like he's fine he's found love he's found a reason to you know make the galaxy a better place he's he's found his his way to you know, atone for his mistakes. Like he found that in Ray. Like, I, I think that would have been much more interesting than something we've already gotten before. So that's Can just one hundred percent. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I oh, no. I've talked so much for this section, Trey. I, I I have the Rise of Skywalker novelization, and I just want to read a part because it makes this whole Loving scene even better. Yes, says, his heart, and also I highly recommend this book. The Rise of Skywalker. It's so good. By Ray so Carson. Good. It's freaking fantastic. My grandma just bought it for me. Had no idea what she bought. 10 out of 10. Purchase <laughs> <grandma>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was literally, towards the end of that, of the audiobook, like in March after Rise of Skywalker, I was on the line at work, bawling my, like, ugly crying it's on so the line. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, sorry. So just know, it's okay. It, um, it says, his heart was full as Ray reached for his face, let her fingers linger against his cheek, and then, wonder of wonders, she leaned forward and kissed him. A kiss of gratitude, acknowledgement of their connection, celebration, that they found each other at last. But then she drew back, concern on her face. She can feel him growing cold. And then just a little bit, Lander, um, it said he had sacrificed everything for her. She did not mourn Kylo Ren. She would never mourn Kylo Ren. But she would dearly have loved the chance to get to know Ben Solo. Mm. It felt as though half oh. of her was missing, and she and she supposed it was. The girl who felt alone all those years on Jakku had been part of a dyad the whole time. And then, just when she discovered that, that previous connection, the incredible oneness, it was ripped away. A voice came through her through the forest, strong and clear, and said, I will always be, I will always be with you, Ben said. Like, that's one of the best 
freaking things in Star Wars, am I right? That that is the best Star Wars relationship, frankly, honestly. I'm mean, like Han and Leia the thing, but like I mean, and Sienna are close to me, but I that's I mean they're I, they're both. The I same. love it, but 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 like you know, there's a thing about Ben and Ray. That is just there's. It's not just a physical connection. Their souls are actually connected, like literally. That is the that's the storyline, right? Yeah. Like you know, their their souls are connected, and um, I I'm with you guys. I don't think he should have died. And if I mean at the very least, they should have had his force ghost with. I don't know why the force ghost his force ghost wasn't with. He's alive. He's gonna come he, back. He turns. He's gonna come back. What can bring him back, dude? He's got oh, to be. It's it. got to be something like that. And, like, J.J. knows about it or something, or maybe he doesn't, he doesn't care, and they're like, just just don't worry about it, we're going to bring it back later. But um, that was the biggest thing of it to me was that, like, he wasn't even there with them. Like, they missed such an opportunity with that, hashtag missed opportunities, not <laughs> to get to, down that line. But you know what I mean? Like, it, I, there's, there is just so much. I, I agree. I don't know. I'm just trying to say here I agree with Jared, and I, I think we're all in consensus. Yeah, that it would have been a little more interesting. Like I love that he gave himself. He like like you said, he, Jared. He decided that the galaxy, a galaxy without Ray, isn't a galaxy worth living in, which is beautiful and heartbreaking. Which is Star Wars, right? Well, but but just the I bring bring Ben Solo back. Hashtag bring Ben Solo back. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, save Ben Solo. This brings up my favorite point of the whole sequel trilogy, and something that you know. At first, I was like, I don't know if I like it, but now here we are. The Palpatine Skywalker thing was something that I struggled with at the very beginning, but then it dawned on me how beautiful that is. The fact that Rey negated her family, who she longed for for so long, to take upon the family of Skywalkers, which is the descendant, obviously, Ben's family and the family of Luke and Anakin. And like this feud between families that has just altered the universe. And she ultimately chooses the strongest opinion, the strongest form of love. She, she much like a, a stepchild or an adoptive child takes on a name that really was never hers because it means so much to the universe and it means so much to everyone around her in the galaxy and, you know, Skywalker, 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 but Palpatine, I mean, the second you say it, so many dark thoughts come to her mind. So let's kill well, that it's legacy. Al it's almost like a spiritual marriage of Ben Solo. It is. And I was going to say, that's, it's like a marriage of the church. It's like when a, it's like when a priest takes on a different name to honor God or whatever. Like there's so much, so much like a Pope would do. There's just so much deepness there in terms of the spirituality and in terms of what it, what it means as the overall story. I mean, the Palpatines are officially gone. I mean, at least to our knowledge. And we've got Ben who gave his life, a Skywalker to Ray, much like Jared just said. And I honestly had never gotten to the end of that book trade. It, it had me teary eyed at one point from it's what you so were saying. Good. It's, it's, this is, I don't know. Maybe it's our modern day. It's our generation's version of love. I don't know if it'll it'll res resound as well in 30 years from now. But if you look at it from face value and you look at what Tross did, and there's a lot of people that don't like Tross, and we know people personally that would never consider that a good thing, what they did. But I honestly, I'm just so – they did it. JJ and, and uh, Chris Terrio honestly just like killed that thematically. Like that's the one thing if, if you can leave that movie – they just nailed that part down without, you know, Ryan set it up, obviously, and JJ set it up too. But to execute it as well as they did, the giving of his life to her, 
You can't beat it. And then it her taking one could have been worse. Yes, you're right. It really it could certainly have could have been worse. I mean, the duel yeah. of the fates script was insane. He didn't. Mm-hmm. There was no love redemption at the end of that, right? So I, I, he just tells her her actual name, and it's stupid. So here we are. We got actually a well written ending for a story that was that was a hard thing to convince people to want to enjoy. And um, guys, this was awesome. I'm if just I may, saying. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jared. No, Jared. I'm sorry. Um, well, I, I want to say I do think that there's something about Raylo that kind of like scratches at that collective unconsciousness. You know, I, I think that in, in my experience and in my opinion, I think that the people who are kind of like Raylo inclined, if you will, are also the kind of people who like really like the Campbellian interpretation of star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there's so much of Ray and Kylo's the union that is rooted in that type of storytelling. Sure. Of Kylo Ren being this dark Byronic hero of Ray being this, you know, healing goddess type archetype. There's so much there that, you know, you have your Hades and Persephone, you have, you know, you have dashes of Romeo and Juliet. You have the echoes of Han and Leia. You have the echoes of Anakin and Padme. There's like, there's this amazing marriage of like classic literature and like Star Wars mythos, Revan and Bastila also have like this incredible mm-hmm. influence, whether it be conscious or not, the stories echo each other. It's like poetry, it rhymes. I've heard that before. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. I <laughs> okay, I figure. I thought so. Um, I'm tweeting that now. But uh, <laughs> I love, I, there's something about the, the, the marriage of the dark side and the light. I've, I, it was right before I became a Raylo that I kind of understood what balance meant and that the interpretation of balance was never meant to be 50, 50 light and dark that it's always a matter of like the light being nature and that nature will naturally have darkness within it. And the whole point of Raylo is mastering that balance of learning to accept the things that you don't like about you, not change them, not change your entire personality around Mm -hmm. making up for those perceived weaknesses itself, but learning what they are, accepting what they are and growing beyond them. And Ben has to do that with his legacy and Ray needs to do it with her perceived lack thereof. And then I will say, and I don't, I don't want to turn this into, you know, let's all, let's take a shit on Tiros. I I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, cause I have a lot of opinions about how they handle Ray Palpatine and how they handle, um, yeah. Ben's um, you guys said perfectly, like I will take a thousand of Rise of Skywalker's ending before I take Ben Solo dying a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He never uh, was. I, yeah. He never was. He, he, he was, was groomed. He was groomed to be what he was. Mm-hmm. He, he was he was groomed to be a monster, and he never truly became it. And he was basically, you know, LARPing as one. And having those two understand each other on such a profound level is the point. And again, there's a lot I don't like about the Rise of Skywalker, the dyad, the idea that no, this is the reason why you two get each other is because you literally share a consciousness through the Force. Mm. You've always been connected. The concept of a soulmate in Star Wars. Oh, stop it! Is 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 brilliant? That's amazing. Because you have the force to be that 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 that. That's that bond. Glue. It's that glue that, 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 
Yeah. She was never alone. She, damn it. Force chose her. <laughs> Force chose him. That's, I love Master and Apprentice. It oh, might yeah. be I just finished movie. that like three days ago. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. <laughs> if, I had, if I could change one thing about that book, it would be the nature of the Chosen One prophecy. Yeah. Because I, I wish that the Chosen One prophecy was a little bit more like the Avatar in Avatar The Last Airbender. In that every so often the force would get so out of whack, they would go, okay, okay, we need to just have a baby be born that's God tier. <laughs> a Master say. Chief, if you will. Yeah. A Master <laughs> Chief. <laughs> no offense to Master Chief in the chat. Thank you for showing up, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wherever they went. But like, like this will occasionally go, we need somebody who is just obscenely powerful to clean this mess up. And I loved the idea and I loved the theory that Ray and Ben were the chosen ones. Mm. And that Ray was Ray was chosen by the force to bring balance. And Ben, as the descendant of the last chosen one, was called upon to fulfill his destiny completely. And in some ways, that's still what we get in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people who go, well, the rest of Skywalker undermined Anakin's sacrifice. No, it said that he would destroy the Sith. He did. And he set in motion a chain of events that would allow them to be destroyed again. So. Raylo is the balance and love saved the galaxy. This is incredible. This was great. Boys. I don't know if y'all wanted to do your last little plugs before we call it. And Trey, you're going to do a special honor tonight. Again? Sorry. You're going <laughs> to We're going to do a special honor. That was beautiful. Tonight, that was that beautiful. beautiful. That was awesome, man. I'm sorry, Jared. That was amazing. I think you I think I heard Scotty become a Raylo there like audibly. It, yeah. Like during your talk, like seriously, I thought like, I think I heard him go, "Oh, what?" <laughs> I didn't have to send him Raylo porn this time. No, no, no. Which no. is usually was... what I get, and I'm not joking. <laughs> that is a frequent in our Twitter DMs. It's just this dirty, foul, like sweaty. Uh, oh, it's just. Yeah, I don't know where it gets. We can from. stop there. It's a that's just, that's just our conversation, Scotty. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I floored it to Bill, and then Trey, <laughs> no, I'm just Trey actually gets nudes. Anyway, so that's <laughs> going. Um, oh, Michael um, Alrighty no, Systems, please pull up thing. his please pull up his comment there. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We're glad you guys stick with us. We're long long what long what long a time to get the bomb bat on. <laughs> oh, dude, you can't get bombad unless you're on for at least two hours. Okay, that's like that's just that's that's part of it, I think. So Trey, Trey, thank you for this was your great trial. So what? This was your great trial. trial. Your great trial, though, unfortunately for Jared, wasn't as Jared's uh, great trial was was way worse. So Jared's trial was was nonsense. It but was, it was Scotty and Spandex. What were you gonna say, Trey? I was great kind of episode. He gets to be on this like like this is a phenomenal episode. I watched Scotty bust open his I'm I'm cussing. I got to watch Scotty bust open his motherfucking costume chest. Okay, <laughs> you don't even <laughs> to can't be around with a dad Vegas outfit. Can we just can we just through, like training tutorials? Are you shitting me? Can we just I love happening? Oh my gosh. I, no! Jared, what have you done? <laughs> I mean, are we taking our shirts off? Is that where? No, 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 no. Well, Scotty might come back without like. So Scotty, 
I like the idea that Scotty does have just like an actual like it looks like a treasure chest but made out of like you know cardboard and it's just like filled with like weird random costumes and shit. Um, Trey, Trey, well go ahead you and then like Trey. I'm sorry, finish your stuff because we cut you off a lot, man. (laughs) Oh, I I, if if I can just say one thing, I'm blocked by so many Raylos on Twitter. Almost every Raylo has blocked me. I'm just asking if you are a Raylo listening and you have blocked me, please reconsider. I. I have Ray in my literal name, so I would like That's to partake point. in your dialogue. That's Please a good point. <laughs> I'm blocked by hey, so many Raylos. Hashtag bring back Trey. Bring back Trey. bring back Trey. I just need everybody watching, Trey, you especially, to know I am legitimately afraid of what's about to happen. We, I, you, you, we, you, Bill and I, Trey, okay, Bill and Trey, I'm, you've I'm known me Scotty for a bit. Listen, but, but, listen, I'm somewhere between scared and sexually excited. So we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find that's out. Me too. No, that's a great back. place that's to be in for what's like about to happen most likely. Always, today is Bill's birthday. He has two minutes oh! left for his birthday. We, oh, we need to, well, before, before uh, the two minutes are up, Whatever monstrosity is about to come before us should play uh, what we discussed was our birthday tradition uh-huh. that we were going to start. Um, we were saying we'll have to do it probably when he when he come whenever he reveals himself. This is getting crazy. Oh my gosh, is he moving? Cowboy Daddy! That's extreme. Not as extreme as you all wanted it to be. This is oh, this is this is washed out, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that is your uh th- that's your country album like cover right there honestly body bomb bad ranger you wear the keebler jacket it's the keebler jacket <laughs> ah! Ah! no no <laughs> he's bad um, oh. holy I'll get, crap i'll get the birthday the bomb bad birthday song pulled get up the bomb bad birthday oh, is, hey we're just Hey, we are just starting this tonight for you, Bill. What the? This is going to be a birthday tradition now. If you're on the Bombay cast and it's your freaking birthday, get ready, okay? Get ready. Oh, uh, not, it's not a strip tease by Scotty Cowboy, by Cowboy Scotty. Was <laughs> that was a little scary for a second there. Um, my parents have went to bed, so it's whatever's fine now. So we're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will now Hello? premiere the great new... Um, the great new tradition here on the Bombad cast. Yes. That will be a repeated thing. Um, so here we go. Happy boys. birthday, Bill. Happy, <laughs> Happy birthday, Bill. birthday, Bill. This is this one's for Jeez. you. Buddy. This one's for you, bud. Oh God. Give me one second. Hold on. <laughs> Let's just keep I'm just gonna keep kissing my fingers and doing this. Yes, Can I see Jared looks very regal up there? Oh, oh, pull a full screen. Pull a full screen. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is this is how we roll. This is how we roll. I'm so scared right now. It is like I don't know. It's like broken. You've I like seen broke great. You've the seen internet. what? <laughs> this is like uh, the Greatest Showman. Okay, have you seen that? I have seen. I I, I like that movie. <laughs> I, I do actually. like that movie. Here you go. Here you go. This is this is the Greatest Showman before the Greatest Showman was a thing. Nice God. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. It just broke. What the hell is going on with Paul here. Stanley? It's just broken. Hold on, I'll fix it. Well, it's well, uh, we're burying the lead here, guys. So yeah. our birthday thing now is that we're gonna show you the. We're gonna have Paul Stanley sing the Folgers coffee commercial song to you. Wow. So here, here you go, Paul Stanley himself singing the birthday Folgers song. 
What? It's Bill's birthday, not Trey's. It's all our birthdays. It's everyone's. Here you go. Get the best part's coming up. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Second best part. He just disappears. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's just gone. That commercial is the best thing ever because it's like, I love the the best part of waking up. (laughs) Like, it's just the movement of the head. And then that he's like, it's the circus, right? Make me disappear. Make me disappear at the end because that's the circus is magic. Well, Trey, you get the biggest honor of them all. Trey, you see the tagline at the end of every Bombadcast episode. You get to say the precious words, stay Bombad. Trey, I think everyone's ready when you are. One last thing. Boys, thank you so much for joining. Bill, you are a champion, an eloquent Mm -hmm. speaker. Jared, as always, White Barry White. And then the amazing (laughs) Trey Mitchell on his debut Bombadcast. Jerry, you did a good job for once. I'm Scotty (laughs) Jarrow. Trey, let us kill this stream, buddy. Let's give us some bomb bad bucks and everyone. What are they supposed to do, Trey? Party hard, man, and stay bomb bad, man. Woo! All right, man. Stay bomb bad. Peace.